Welcome to Wizard Team, the Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Connie. Uh, We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we're discussing Chapter 7 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, The Slug Club. And joining us today is Portia. Hey, everyone. Shady portion. <laughs> to be specific. Right. This is a New York edition of Wizard Team. Yes. Um, alive from New York. Yeah. This is Saturday, Monday Night Live. I was making, I was going to make an all that reference. Like, ready oh. yet? Get set. It's all that. That's us. Okay. I was going to start singing and I realized I should not do that. No. Um, oh, I didn't come up with an excuse for Robin. Robin is... Um, she had an issue with wasn't she? Uh, her potion. There was some kind of potion. She yes. had an issue with it. There was so some potion dealing. Issues. It was a mix-up. And so she's dealing with that. And so she can't join us this time. But she will be back next week. And, of course, yeah, she's she'll be back, obviously. <laughs> she's sorting out her friend's issue with Omortensia. Yes, that, that too. too. She has two separate That's potion a lot of situations that on. she's dealing with, and <laughs> so she wasn't able to join us this week. But you know, obviously, like you'll miss her, and then right. she'll be back immediately. They so are it's tricky fine. spells, tricky potions, tricky. Trixie. Um, we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag Wizard Team on Twitter to follow along. Love our blog. It is our blog now. Aww. Uh, love Wizard Team. If you have, have a few extra galleons lying around, if you do, you should donate to Black Girls Create. You can become a Patronus. You can send a cheering charm. That's via PayPal. Just like there's so many ways for you to donate. And if you want to do so, you should go to blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. It's just like so easy, you know? Just like maybe three clicks. Yeah. I, Maybe four. I don't know. It's very quick, though. But it's all, on, it's just, like, on the main it's page. Like, it takes five seconds. Like, you don't even actually have to do the slash donate if you feel like that's an extra burden. Just click some Like, buttons. just go to blackgirlscreate.org, and then it's on the main page somewhere. Just, like, scroll a little bit, you know? Boom. Yeah. And we have Wizard Team merch. So you can go to our website and set up your nerd fashion and stationery game. Um, also, like, two clicks. Oh, and then, actually, going back to donate and cheering charms... Um, we did this on y'all's anniversary, which was a nice thing to do. But if you want to send a cheering charm and you're like, well, how much should I send? It's their third year into Black Girls Create. So if you send just $3, just every time, just think like $3 is like a manageable amount of money, you know, just like if you feel like you got it and you want to give it out of the joy of your heart because it's a cheering charm and you want to cheer us up. You know, just do three dollars for that's, three years of Black Girls Create. That's the move. There's three also three. three of them now. So yeah, boom, three. bam. Celebrate the third. Three for three for three. Yes. Bam. It's the magic number. Bam. Twenty eighteen. <laughs> but if you don't have the funds, which is okay, times is hard. Uh, but you still want to support, and you don't have the funds to do so, you should rate and review the podcast on iTunes, guys. It is so helpful if you listen to this on iTunes and you open up the thing and you're like press play then just go over to that like little rate and review section and just be like okay let me just do that real quick um it really helps with the rankings and uh, getting other people to know about the podcast and like more people and more Harry Potter friends and also tell your friends 
like tweet about it and, don't keep and it just like tell people what That's you're listening like, to so those are ways that you could support us just like shout us out retweet things be like oh man this awesome podcast is awesome Easy. if you think this is awesome if you don't then like you too though <laughs> yeah um also please fill out our audience survey to give us feedback this is gonna be the last week to do the survey um so if you haven't done it if you've just been pushing it back um just like just do it it, it takes maybe five minutes it's really quick um and it's kind of the way that we figure out what direction we want to go in it's kind of the way that we decide how we're approaching some things that we have already decided we're going to do um so any kind of and it's also like a way for us to kind of like tighten up the stuff that we are doing already um so yeah please fill that out it's super helpful we already have more than we've ever had before so that's cool because it means we're growing and like people are invested so that's awesome thank you to those who have filled it out I like to read them. I need to, like, make it into a spreadsheet. It's really though, fun to read But they, it is fun to read. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for your thoughts. Um, and there are some really great thoughts in there. Um, also, you can subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, which is our new- newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah, all the way from Japan. Uh, it has nerd news and links to what's been going on, both nerdy stuff and, like, real-life stuff. It's, like, a really great newsletter. It's just, like whatever newsletters you subscribe to like i know there's like the skim and like all these ones um but this one is like black witches weekly so you should subscribe to it because it's like this is what's going on in politics and this is going on in the nerd sector and things like that so it's a good it's a good read on sundays at uh what is it drop one yeah Uh, see because i have been thinking noon for a long time because (laughs) it's noon um in chicago but yeah 10 11 12 1 yes all the times all the times <laughs> um so you should subscribe to that and no wizard team news this time as far as i know it's been pretty other quiet. than that i'm only one chapter away um from being in my third year on harry potter and hogwarts history that's <laughs> a good um, place for new you know whatever new if there's yeah. no news it's like well whatever the game is whatever's happening that's what's happening um we found out update found out charlie weasley does uh show up at some point hasn't showed up for me yet but it's what got robin to start playing again <laughs> so maybe next week we'll talk more about it and yeah i i like this i like doing the the, the classes and but it's mostly i don't understand some of it Hagrid has to go sit somewhere but we talked about that <laughs> just that's a con- that's consistent that's a con- yeah it, it is yeah it's weird anyway we'll we'll talk more about that another time because <laughs> I don't think Connie or Portia are playing this game do not play the game <laughs> play it for Hogwarts go yes right that too waiting can't wait for that lying in wait <laughs> <laughs> um but we do have a new Patronus so shout out to Anthony for becoming Patronus shout out to you thank you very much we're the best patronus team i love everything's a team yeah thanks very much we still haven't come up with our other non-dj Khaled uh hype up situation yeah but i'm still i'm marinating on it i think the only other hype man that's noticeable is flavor flavor that is so dated yeah yeah and even he's weird and even he's like not yeah he's great great. so it's hard yes yeah we'll find something something's gonna it's one day it'll just it'll be we need a good hype of organic that's what i'm thinking that's what i'm thinking has to be a woman but i think it should also come organically so we'll figure Mm -hmm. it out magical birthdays 
Um, shout out to Jaquinta Ter- uh, Cherry. She sent me her birthday like literally the day after we recorded last week, so it didn't make it into um, last episode, but it was last Friday, May 25th. So shout out to you. Happy birthday. Hope it was awesome. And it was on a long weekend, too. Like, that's... I wish. I could never. Literally could never. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we should we should get into this chapter. I think previously on wizard team uh oh we went to diagon alley which is not as happy as previous diagon alley visits because everybody's really scared that the death eaters are going to show up and start uh kidnapping american people um, because they already have because they have been doing that and fortescue is gone and that's like the sunshiny ice cream place. right you can't even get your you, you can't even get that little bitty bite of sweet happiness mm-hmm. no wands either all vander left i mean you could go mm-hmm. to some other place but like they're not as reputable and like right. Do you can you really trust them? I Unless don't know. you're African, right? But now I don't even wait. Now I don't need one. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> But now I'm thinking, like, what if there are other shops in Diagon Alley that sell wands? They're just not the premier wand shop. But like, what if one of them is black owned and you just get like special things in your wand at that black owned wand shop? But how well are they doing if Ollivander is like? The me person ever. Well, it's like, but you like know, if you're a black like, person on the walls, where yeah, like, like it's always like that like African shop, like right squeeze between like two. It's like real random, and you go in there and it's just like full shit, and yeah. then they have really great stuff. Maybe that's what's like. Yeah, I think that there's a I market for it. Listen, but that was before in, they're they're in, that was before colonization, and so like now it's just like it's you can use it with a wand, or you're like, oh, actually, I've learned from my cultural roots like how to use my magic without a wand but like I, I think like, it's like something you could just do extra it's just like that makes you extra boss I just kind of wonder like I mean if you like go in the shop and if you're older than like 13 they like look down and goes at you like you have to figure it out it's not, it's <laughs> not maybe some shops like really this mm, yeah interesting <laughs> but it does bring up like Curious. and I wonder if maybe this is a bonus episode or maybe this is just a thing a conversation we have when we see Ollivander again but just thinking about like him you know he's the oldest that like we know of like mm-hmm. the shop has been out like Since open like for 17. like mm-hmm. yeah for like centuries at this point and so everyone just goes there and the way that they like talk about him is that like he's the only like trustworthy place or uh mm-hmm. like wizard uh, to make wands or whatever and like it's never really questioned. Like we may, we meet other with or like hear about uh, what's his name, Gregorovich. Yeah, mm-hmm. and obviously he's in like a different part of Europe, and so like people aren't gonna all come all from all over Europe to get their wine because that doesn't make sense. But right. um, even like talking about him, Alexander was a little like, nah, sure, whatever. But um, so then I wonder if that's just like cockiness, or if people are really just like, or if he really is the best. But then it seems like. Because a lot of things that are presented in these books are never really questioned. Like, yes. <laughs> it could, there could be, like, person said, it could be somebody who's, like, really out here selling ones that are better. And, like, people aren't going to them because they're mm-hmm. not white. Yes, I'm, I'm, yep. like, I feel like Olive Vander holds a monopoly. And I'm over, like, the wands. Like, I feel like yeah. you probably, like, maybe I'm not going to Maybe, like nocturne alley like that's like you know right, what I right. Mean? it's just like dang this dang. good black man but he owns has this shop but he has to go to diagon alley because just the prices were better and like he doesn't have to face the competition like and he's just like i don't want to be here and then like you know they don't really mess with black people in diagon and nocturne alley you know they don't we've had Looking this conversation you, like, about how like death eaters don't really like 
Joe wants to be all mutual respect and kinship, except when it comes to only blood purity. But, like, there are no black death eaters. So I'm just saying that, like, there are just very, there's just lots of evidence that black people aren't really messing with by the dark side. Right. So I'm just saying there might be a black dude with his own little shop. And now maybe people are going to his shop because he's like, Ollivander's gone, but there are still 11-year-olds who need wands. Right. And that, and that was like something I think Bill mentioned was like, mm-hmm. people will just have to make do with other things. But it's also like, what makes him better at making wands than other people? Right. Apparently the shop opened in 382 BC. Jesus. <laughs> That's why he's the Before most Jesus. trusted. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. What? Wait a minute. I feel like Jesus is like doing, but he not was using yet. not, uh, but I'm saying once he's using Jesus, he's using not. So <laughs> Jesus H. Christ is not using a wand. If it's good enough for him, <laughs> it's good enough for me. Wanted <laughs> to wine, bro. No wine necessary. Oh my God. Um, in the chat, Delia says, oh, more black culture completely overlooked by colonial wizarding England? Shocking. <laughs> like, what a shock. Um, and then Lauren says that having someone else make you a wand seems weird to her. Like, clearly you make your own wand, except Ooh. not in Harry Potter, where you were provided with an, ofi- with, with an official ministry-sanctioned wand. It seems so Walmart. <laughs> right, Which, like, they, yeah. capitalism, man. Like, Harry had to pay for the ability to use magic mm-hmm. at all. And so, like, that's an interesting thing, because, like, we see that the Weasleys, um, this is so off the chapter, but it's fine. Right. Uh, we're starting early. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are all slightly Ravenclaw in here, at least. <laughs> slightly. we're all going to theorize about right. what's going to happen. We're still in the previous week. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's fine. But, like, we've seen with the Weasleys, who ha- don't really have money, but, like, at least Arthur works. And I think that, like, they just have to be, they have to prioritize what they get. So, like, they were able to get, you know, Bill and Charlie wands, but then when Bill and Charlie grew up and they were able to buy their own wands, they passed their old ones down to the Weasleys. And I guess, is it maybe implied that, like, Harry got a fresh wand, but, like, you, I think you can buy old used wands, it, yeah. used wands. So, like, first of all, why are people giving their up? Like, why are people giving their wands up to begin with? Mm-hmm. But I really do like the idea, like, if you really are that poor, like, even poorer than the Weasleys, like, maybe you're not working, like, you don't have one person in the family working, like, could you make your own wand? Like, what kind of magic does that take? Where, like, it probably wouldn't be that good, but it would still, like, get you through school or something until you can get one. Like, that would be an interesting, like, thought of, like, a family. And now I'm just like, oh, maybe that's what it was. A black family was just like, oh, well, we can't afford to get our wand at Ollivander, so we'll just make our own. And then it became their business. And then they opened up their shop in Nocturne Alley. And maybe they're descendants from the people from your story. And from, from, Yeah, um, I honestly forgot about that. Um, <laughs> what is until it you were talking, Congress BSU, or Black Wizard History Black History yeah. Month. Until you started saying, like, I was like, oh. Because now I that's my head canon. That. My I'm, whole brain might deleted be my a thing story. that I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Let me write this down. (laughs) It's like a spinoff off of Bayana's story. My thing is, like, wondering about... So, thinking back to, like, if you are... Like, when you show your magical traits and abilities before you're 11 and you're able to go to school and you're supposed to be able to channel the magic into a wand, um, and that being the reasoning behind getting a new wand later is because your magic ability is so... Like, you're just getting used to it. Therefore, like, maybe the first wand you get, if it's a fresh wand... Is only suited really to help you channel your mm-hmm, powers, right. and then later on, that's whenever you've like grown up and you kind of like have achieved, like you know what 
the wand is. Because when you look at the wand more page on Pottermore, it tells you, like, different the abilities and, like, temperaments that right. the wand yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have. Good for charms so, and good for transfiguration. But also, like, like yeah. this wood is only good if you are an advanced magic user. This mm-hmm. one, like, it takes, like, you have to have, like, this sort of touch with bendy. You have to have a free will or something like that. Right. So I feel like that may play into, like, your materials of your wand probably plays into, like, why it's better for you to have a certain kind of wand when you begin versus one whenever you get older. But it also makes me think about Dumbledore's sister, mm-hmm. Ariana, and what if she'd been given a wand? And if, like, the wand, like, like for Thor, like, the, it's actually just helping to yes, channel right. yes. your, your energy. So if she had a wand, perhaps, before she was 11, maybe it would have kept her from, like, Exploding. Yeah. 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 And that's why they get kids that young is because they're trying to catch them before something happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But also, like, the fact that it is only when you turn 11, like, that's when you finally get one. Like, some kids probably do. Mm -hmm. Like, Ariana, like, expressed magic earlier in a a more powerful way where it's like they need it earlier. Yeah. And they just, because it's just how they've always done it. Like, yeah. Like, I feel like, like, maybe, like, in African culture, they probably they know how to like they probably start earlier because they're able to catch the signs and right they, maybe and because their wands weren't part of their lore it's yeah. also yeah. probably not as like repressive mm-hmm. as well so they probably don't have as many like, yeah because British culture just in general that's what I'm saying <laughs> I wonder if they probably have less materials in like their culture than they do well, yeah you know, I say African but like Ugandan or yeah, yeah, yeah. throughout wherever like because it seems like, like they, they stay too, yeah. it seems like they stay hidden but it doesn't seem like the same. Like, if you're going to learn how to use magic without, like, having something to channel it, it seems like people would have to kind of Adjust. either be, they would just have to be more open to it, I feel like. Like, even if it's, like, still a secret, it would seem like people would at least kind of know-ish about it. Okay, we need to, we need to <laughs> move on. Um, so, uh, bonus on episode coming on one man, line. <laughs> man, clearly. I didn't even know I had that many thoughts about it. Right. <laughs> okay, so they, after getting all of their supplies, they go to Weasley's Wizard Weezes um, to see Fred and George and see what they've been up to. They're pretty much living large. They're swimming in galleons. They have, like, their joke shop. They have products that they're making for ministry, safety, and, like, um, because apparently people in the ministry don't know how to do shield charms. And so they're, they're selling pets, love potions, like lots of things. Um, and then Harry sees Draco sneaking off to Nocturne Alley and decides to follow him. And we see that Draco is trying to like save something or like reserve something at Borgen and Burke's and then is trying to fix something. Yeah, that's kind of where we left off. Harry is like, what are they talking about? Like, what's going on? And Hermione thought she was cute by like, oh, I just like, is this your reserve? No, is this what I'm like? Right. Oh, like, okay, so like, I just want to like, it's like, for my boyfriend. Like, he's like, like, looks like he's my friend, right? Like, okay, no. yeah. So he's my friend. <laughs> like, no, yeah, she she's not. I just think she would be a better, I assumed she would be a better liar, but it was, no. she was thinking on her, yeah, no. her feet, she was like, I'll just try it. But and even, but, but like, Umbridge, she, t- she was good on her feet, but like, it's because she came with facts. She was armed with facts. This time she, <laughs> this time she didn't know what she was doing. She had nothing to help her. She was like, looking for facts, she's just like, oh, I don't have any yeah. to start with. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was. It was rough, but it's fine. Maybe she'll she'll practice. She's no one's actress. Yeah. Um, okay, so chapter seven, The Slug Club. Um, so Harry spent a lot of the last week of holidays pondering the meaning of Malfoy's behavior in Nocturne Alley. Why? Instead of just, instead of just, like, <laughs> live your best Weasley your life. life. You're on vacation, homeboy. Like, <laughs> chill. It also has nothing to do with you. And at some point, you'll find out. 
So like, just wait for it'll it to happen. come. Yeah. Like it'll just hit like <laughs> um so but neither Ron nor Hermione seemed quite as curious about Malfoy's activities as he was um, or at least they seemed to get bored of, of discussing it after a few days because they have lives and they want to live them they're like we've had this conversation yes I've already agreed it was fishy here she said a little impatiently she was sitting on the windowsill in Fred and George's room with her feet up on one of the cardboard boxes and only begrudgingly looked up from her copy of advanced room translation but haven't we agreed that there could be a lot of explanations she would rather we have to talk about this I am reading she would rather read about advanced (laughs) room translations than talk about Draco Malfoy and whatever the heck he could be doing I mean no one cares. that is in her side like she, that is her mind but yeah. also like it's ancient but it's just it just seems dry like it, <laughs> like it could be interesting but it seems like one of those things that's only interesting once you understand it you but, know what I mean like yeah, once you're probably, like, like it depends on how far along in the book she is so she's just like this is like chapter one she's kind of just like okay mm-hmm. acquaint me myself with it right like not even fully like, into it like right. let me read <laughs> Like, I just started this. I don't have time. We had this conversation before I started this book. I am 30 pages in now. We're still having this conversation. Come on. Boy, I no longer want to do this. Um, Dealer says that this book is why there's so much dreary fanfic. Yes. Which I guess. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I, 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 I am cool I mean, with dreary more than I am this, with Jermaine. But I don't, I'm just not here for any of it. Yeah. That, that as well. Like, stop. Yeah. Stop. Draco needs to, just need to go. Uh, Harry just keeps on bringing up. So he's like, but what about when he said, don't forget to keep that one safe? It looks like Borden's got another one of the broken objects and Malfoy wants bro- both. But and like, wrong. And, and Harry's like, I do, like, Ron and Ryan are like, really? That's okay. Cool. And like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Um, Harry's like, don't you think Malfoy would like revenge? He's up to something and I think we should take it seriously. Um, and so he's like, his father's a Death Eater and and then he has an epiphany, and he's like, <laughs> he's a Death Eater. He's replacing his father as a Death Eater. It sucks because he's not, he's not wrong. wrong. He's not wrong at all. But he's a little bit wrong. Well, so, he's like, what I thought was interesting, like, when I was reading it this time, is it's kind of, it's a uh, diversion. I was like, that's, what's the word? <laughs> it's diverting from, like, the usual kind of, like, it's like, it's always been a joke in like about Harry Potter plots and how like um I thought it was the, this yeah and it was really this and I thought it was so it was like I thought it was Snape and it was really Quirrell yeah and I thought it was direct. yeah I thought it was Draco but it was Ginny I thought it was Sirius Black but it was Peter Pettigrew and like I don't know who I thought it was in <laughs> but it ended up being my uh professor like I don't you know what I mean but like every time it's some kind of diversion and even like Order of the Phoenix, I think it was more like we're just so focused on Umbridge, but like Voldemort is here. But right. it wasn't so much. But also, like it was a, like it's a weapon, but it's not a when weapon. When it's not a weapon, it's right. A it's a prophecy. prophecy. And this time he's like, Malfoy's a Death Eater, and he's really a Death Eater. Like, yeah. it's true. Yeah. Just no one believes him this time. Yeah, it's the Cassandra problem. <laughs> right. Um, but also, he just needs, he also just needs to learn how to like not be as obsessed. This yeah. is when Harry, like, so clearly reminds me of the. Fred that is um, in a pup named Scooby Doo. Oh, because like mm-hmm. he and it's the guy that is is his enemy or nemesis is literally named Red Herring, and he's also <laughs> he's always like it's the Red Herring. Oh my god! <laughs> and they're like George, serious. I mean Fred, seriously, seriously. Oh like you can't you can't do this, George. Fred. Right. 
I do appreciate that she did that because it's like a fun little meta thing to pay attention to of like five books in a row and there there's a there's a formula to the books that like she slowly breaks and this is one of the ways in which she breaks it but it's just like a cool like meta like analytical thing to like paying attention to especially when you're like a younger person like sort of using Harry Potter and like paying attention to it in more academic sense of like all right she established a pattern and so like you fall into the pattern for this mm-hmm. book and you're like well obviously Harry is wrong like when you're reading it like we know now that Harry is right but when you're watching reading it the first time you're like there's no way that they would let a 17 year old right. or like a 16 year old be a be death, death eater. eater Harry's obviously wrong he's been wrong this whole time mm-hmm. and so it's just interesting and like kind of cool that it's just like no well, she was just like I got y'all now but then also <laughs> making us like me want Harry like no matter no matter how many times I read this book, I want Harry to drop it. Right, because yeah. it's also like, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah, because no even when he knows, even and even when, when he's right, he doesn't actually do anything to stop Malfoy. Like he doesn't actually like no. nothing changes. No. It all happens the same way. So it just seems like if it's gonna happen that way, you might as well just like live do your so. life, play Quidditch, like kiss a girl, or <laughs> like just do that. <laughs> Not Geneva. <laughs> I mean, kiss her, but then don't marry her. Um, That's not true. <laughs> you can kiss her, but... Uh, so, th- both Hermione and Ron are like, dude, no, there's no way let a 16-year-old be a Death Eater. Um, and Harry's like, in Madame Malkin's, she didn't touch him, but he yelled and jerked his arm away. He's been branded with a dark mark. And then Ron, like, doesn't sound convinced, but he's like, well, as though he could, like, maybe be convinced, <laughs> but, like, doesn't really... Believe. But it's like the way that Ron often that's that's responds Ron to Harry. Every like seen. Hermione's usually like Harry. This doesn't make any sense. And Ron's like, Well, I mean, it probably doesn't. But like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> why Ron is a secondary Because <laughs> he doesn't want to make Harry mad. He wants to be on his side, but he's also like, this just that's the annoying thing about. And that, <laughs> I mean, but and he's trying to balance. He it's not just about like being yeah. nice to Harry. It's also about like trying to like be on Hermione's side like he doesn't like trying to toe the line right he's like always in the middle because he's just like well I like her and he's my best friend and like we've done this dance before and we're about (laughs) to do it again to be to choose a side (laughs) right yeah um because either way one because they both blow up at him yes so (laughs) I feel like he's just like let me just I'm gonna stay right here but even then Ron like like Harry proceeds as Ron Ron sounding thoroughly inconvinced right so it's just like so even with you telling them trying to tell the lie yeah Harry's still like you ain't you're not no he's not he's (laughs) not like Ron definitely right now Ron definitely does not like believe but he's also like I'm not gonna tell you you sound ridiculous but Harry I'm just gonna look at you like he also appreciates that Ron's not not aggressively against him because he does like get really sensitive when he feels very passionate about an issue and Hermione's like that's dumb and he's just like what do you mean so I don't understand like he just gets like really upset uh, upset about it so it's just like I think he does appreciate that even though he knows that Ron doesn't agree with him that he's not just like trying to immediately shut him down and like not listen to his ideas which is kind of what Hermione does a lot because she's just like well I'm right and technically, he she, is right this time. This one yeah. time, but she's usually right. And then her mind's voice just, he knows how But one thing I want to, one more thing I want to bring up with the group dynamic is the fact that after all this time, Harry knows that he's going to present an idea to Hermione. He needs to have some kind of, like, proof or, like, some evidence yeah. to, like, right there. And he's like, well, 
did you did you peek that he yelped whenever his arm was touched? <laughs> and Wilkins, hey, 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 mm-hmm. dark He did come with evidence. He did yeah. come with And facts. then he was saying, like, some uh, he showed Morgan something we couldn't see. It seriously scared him. So, like, he's like, we don't know what it is, but it could be that. And she's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't Still, think so. Um, Probably not. But he knows that he has to go to, like, appeal to that's a different character. Right. He has to come correct mm-hmm. with yeah. something. Like, he can't just say, like, He's been rare. He's a death eater. <laughs> he's like, okay, sure. How sir? Right. So he's ups- he gets mad because they don't um, believe him, and he thinks he's right. Um, he it's takes it's his it. takes his laundry and and leaves. On the landing, he bumps into Jenny. I wouldn't go in the kitchen just now. She warned him. There's a lot of phlegm around. <sighs> I'll be careful not to slip <laughs> in it. Harry smiled, and I'm like, so on the one hand, the whole phlegm thing is still. Uh, a problem. Jenny is the one. <laughs> Every time oh my God. Jenny comes up, <coughs> oh my God, <laughs> Portia. This is why she's Portia's shady. Like, Portia. I'm congested right now. This is why she's shady, Portia. <laughs> Listen, I am team Harry Gruel? Jenny. You're team Gruel. Team wow. Porridge. I like porridge. Gruel. Oatmeal. It's anyway. a I like. I'm team porridge. Uh, just now, the wizard team name for that ship. <laughs> Team porridge, but like, yeah, I, I still, it's like, it's shady towards floor, but it is like a very real. It's supposed to be the, but it's also supposed to be them flirting, because Harry smiles at her when she says it. Yeah, but that's all we get. I oh, appreciate the little things. Let me talk badly about another woman that everyone well, finds attractive in order for us to make a better connection in our relationship. Oh, we're gonna have the deepest relationship slash marriage ever. <laughs> I mean, it feels you know it's just like something that they're it's their joke it's their inside joke. She's thing. been joking flim with every single one of the Weasleys. <laughs> And he's and that, well, she made up Flynn. She's but it's not her fault that she does, that she has an issue with her. It's not her fault. It's Molly's fault. It's also her fault. <laughs> she's following her mother's footsteps. She's fifteen. She can. Why is she in her rebellious? I'm anti mom. You know, right now? I, no? that was a good question. I have no answer. She's for doing you. it by it's dating all the boys. It's because Percy's done it, and I think Noah can't no, take much more. Don't rebel like Percy. <laughs> It's like you don't gotta go that far, but not like the twins, <laughs> like, but like, on, maybe in like not. a like a anti mom, like you know, the twins are like we're doing our own thing. Right? She's gonna keep talking. That's fine. We're gonna keep doing what we're doing. She's gonna be okay. Well, Delia says you're shady, but you're not wrong. <laughs> and that's true. That's true. <laughs> not what do we say? You're not right, but you're not wrong. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they go downstairs, and Mrs. Weasley. So for um is talking to Bill about her wedding plans and Mrs. Weasley she's talking to Mrs. Um, Weasley because Bill's not there yet well no no she, no Bill's there wait no no sitting at the kitchen table and full flow about her plans for the wedding to Bill but she's the only one there to oh, hear her is I Mrs. Assumed, Weasley I assume Bill was there she's not in a scene I was yeah. oh well well Bill's not there she's talking about the wedding <laughs> should have just said the wedding but whatever right. it doesn't matter because right. um, I always who is she going to get read it besides Bill? I always read it as Bill was like he's she's talking to Bill and Mrs. Weasley happens to be there 
Okay. Anyway, so she's and and Miss Weasley looks bad tempered, and she um saying Bill and I have decided on only two bridesmaids. Jenny and Gabrielle will look very sweet together. I'm thinking of dressing them in pale gold. Pink, of course, would be horrible with Jenny's hair. So one, the fact that she that's wants Jenny wrong, in the yeah. wedding, yeah, that's is very nice of, nice of her. I can also I can try different dresses. Okay, cool. Because I always I'm just like let me just skip it because I am <laughs> not even going to attempt. Um, and Mrs. Weasley, ah, Harry, she said, uh, cutting across Flora's monologue. Good. I wanted to explain about the security arrangements for the journey to Hogwarts. So, like, one thing is, like, Flora isn't even talking about anything. Like, she's not being, there are moments where Flora's out of pocket and says some shit where you're like, girl, come on. Like, Mm -hmm. have some kind of tact. But this time she's literally just like, these are the things that I was thinking about. Like, these are my plans. That actually include y'all. That include you and have to do with you. And I want your input, which is why I'm telling you. But she'd be talking to Miss Weasley about that. Nothing. They have nothing in common. What else? So she's trying to make some kind of connection with her future mother-in-law and this lady. <laughs> For those yeah. who couldn't tell Portia's feelings about the about the Weasley women Portia from her does Jenny not conversations. Like the Weasleys, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Portia now, likes Arthur, Bill, and Charlie. Maybe. The ones we George barely see. And George. And George. <laughs> That's it. The ones who really be up in there. We went like, to dinner no. the other day, and and I see I, I secretly recorded our conversation about Fred and George because it was like five minutes of us in a restaurant. I have like shouting about shouting about Fred and George and like why George well it's the better twin. Portia says that George is the better twin and he's less cruel, but it's sort of like they're usually equally in it. I we had a five minute conversation debating every situation where Ford and George did something shady, and it's just like. It, it it got loud, um, and I'm just very surprised that the birthday party behind us, they were also loud, so I think that they just didn't, didn't realize that we were like, but when loud. the Weasleys... <laughs> right, like, they were loud, but they were, like, drinking and, like, it's a birthday party, but we were nerd loud. Right. <laughs> I was just like, like, if anyone else had been in that restaurant... Like, I'm around, sure the people of service were like, like, what four in the black world people are they just talking like, okay, about? Okay, but when... When, when the Tun-Tun said, <laughs> literally shouting about Tun-Tun What talking? about the yeah. wheezes? Right. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm pretty sure the servers in the restaurant were like, I don't understand. I mean, I had my ginormous Harry Potter tote bag with me, so I think they weren't looking at They would have been, no. if they had used their context clues. They were not. They would not have been confused. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> so Harry says, is Tonks going to be there? Um, and then Mrs. Weasley says she's stationed somewhere else. She has let herself go, Zed Tonks. Laura Muse, examining her own stunning reflection in the back of a teaspoon. A big mistake if you ask. Yes, thank you, said Mrs. Weasley tartly. So, like, again, Flora sometimes says things no one asked her. <laughs> you don't have to say that. But she's also overheard Mrs. Weasley and Jenny being, like, snarky about other women within the world. So why can't she also be snarky about other women in the world? Accurate. She just didn't understand the, con- the relationship between Mrs. Weasley and talked to her. Yeah. That's and I mean, and also, like, again, one of the problems about, like, this, like, even just, it, it's not so much the problem of Molly and Ginny having issues with Flora and Hermione. Um, it's also the problem of, like, the narration not 
thinking that's a problem mm-hmm. because it's even like the depiction where she's examining her own stunning reflection in the back of a teaspoon so it just makes her seem vain which then makes them seem in the right for having an issue and really she's like i'm cute okay cool like it's <laughs> fine right she's allowed to also, like enjoy how she yeah. looks as long as also, she's not, she like, just, like she just she had a spoon she wasn't just she could have been like dark like, 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 right like, <laughs> and because she's part Vila it's all like glowy and shit right. and it looks like she's smizing but really she's got some spinach like right there <laughs> yeah I yeah I don't know but it, it's like it's that and like the house elves too it's just like they if it's something that JK Rowling herself doesn't take seriously then it doesn't come like you can't it's just like oh they're like this and it's fine that they're like this yeah cause the narrator is like Unreliable. Like, yeah, but it's like, um, it's still omniscient. And so it should be more reliable than if it were Harry's, like, first person. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's omniscient, but like from Harry's point of view. And so that gets fuzzy when it's but this kind of top, top, top topic because there's, there's just no real reason for Harry to have an opinion really one way or the other with regard to Flora being vain when, like, yeah, she's part Bula. She looks great. Right. right. And, like, it's weirdly less, like, he's not into her and, like, he's been around her. So I guess he's, like, I would say maybe used to the Vila part. And so, like, him talking about, like, the narration being, like, in her stunning reflection. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, like, an extra word where it's just, like, was that extra word necessary for the narrator? But she actually is stunning. Like, she's part Vila, so she can it stun is factual. Literally but I think, it's factual. But I think, too, the way, like, adding stunning into that makes it seem like, well, she's already cute, so, like, why does she have to look in the thing? Yeah. Uh, Delia says that maybe we should be happy that the representation of black people is lacking in these books. <laughs> because had she tried to put any more thought into the representation, it would have been trash. Yeah. Can't even get femme women right. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I mean, there there are many things. There are many times in many different fictions where I'm just like, did I want you to have access to more black people? No. <laughs> the answer is often no. no. Hopefully, she wouldn't like be like the lead when she's describing Lee Jordan dreads and she pull like a Giuliani or whatever her name is and it's like, oh, he smells like patchouli in my. <laughs> <laughs> like a faint burnt smell. <laughs> wafts through the common room as he walks by. Right. Oh yes. my gosh. It is yes. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sure I we and we don't know what her original descriptions were. There's also editors involved. We may have them to think, but I would like to think it's that Joe's not that out of pocket. But yes, oh it god. is like yeah, I don't know if we really did want her to have more access because it would be not correct (laughs) um so so then their departure (coughs) in the morning was smoother than usual jenny has a new purple pygmy puff arnold because she has weasley privilege and they like their sister as opposed to well i mean not even that at hogwarts not at not in uh oh yeah yeah, but also like who's gonna check her cage who's gonna check her her so yeah so the hogwarts they're like unless you're weasley like cat rat or toad or cat oh but yeah no cat toad or owl yeah, unless you're a Weasley, in which case, do whatever the fuck you want. And do dogs get no love? Like, dogs. I want to bring my dog with me. No. no. But I'm a dog. But you're not a Weasley. And it might be a notorious mass murderer. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all aren't prepared for that anyway. It's like, I'm not. And I'm like, Charlie, I'm like, Charlie, can we smuggle in 
Chuck probably stuck with a bunch of freaking animals. Yeah. Me and Hagrid probably had a whole thing probably going on in that cabin. Like, Charlie and Hagrid had to have been they best had a friends. Whole and that's why Hagrid wanted a dragon, because he's just like, well, my, my little buddy Charlie is over in Romania there. taming dragons. If I have any questions or concerns, hey, Charlie, what up? I'll just email. I'll just email. I'll, I'll just out Charlie. <laughs> that's where the dragon went to, to yeah, the end, yeah, anyway. He's um, like, dang, I couldn't have this this dragon here you go Charlie you yeah. you told me right <laughs> cause you know Charlie was like Hagrid that was shouldn't. a bad idea why did you, you do that I know you're asking me these questions cause you have a dragon <laughs> and then he's like and then I gotta hear it from my 11 year old brother who you have like <laughs> taking care of babysitting dragon sitting an 11 year old an 11 year old Hagrid <laughs> um, so Flora kisses Harry goodbye Ron hurries forward looking hopeful but then Jenny sticks out her foot and Ron yeah. fell um, which is classic sibling yeah. and I just I appreciate it <laughs> it's like oh you're a little eager let me just hmm, look at you that's interesting I'm gonna be over here <laughs> you yeah. alright cool yeah of course you had different thoughts but we'll move on you didn't like, you didn't like Jenny tripping Ron? I mean, we can just keep It's going. classic sibling. It's classic it's just, sibling, and it's good, like, Because I think it's plastic. less, I think, yeah, and I think it's less because it's Flora and more because Ron is free. He's, he's so he's desperate. Thirsty. He's yes, so thirsty. He's thirsty. It's just thirsty. like, dude, can you not? Like, like can you you're chill? about to embarrass yourself. I was like, your sister. And she was there when he screamed at her about, can you, will you go to the Yule Ball with me? And so she's like, dude, I need you. She also sent a freaking what is that? A singing gram? A whatever gram? To yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah. So her she was 11 years old. So Ron was 14. And now he's 16. And there's there's a difference. I mean, yes, he's thirsty. He deserved it. I'm just saying. And homegirl was like passed out half that year. She was just like, I'm awake. Oh, this seems like a good idea. She was, One point, she was point of joy in and my year. happened and she was embarrassed. While I'm but killing like, pickled, chickens in my sleep. frog though, girl. Her like, eyes are as green as a fresh pickled toe. <laughs> Girl, it's so cute. Girl. I don't think she got to write it. Did she get to write it? She wrote that. Did she? No, no. she wrote that. Or was it the? I think they maybe they provided the name no, and no. they rhymed it she for her. She wrote that. I assumed it was Lockhart. I read that she wrote that. I don't remember where. I oh, <laughs> see, I always assumed it was Lockhart. I assumed that like you put your thing in and then he writes the little thing for you and she gives it to the little thing. Or like the company wrote it or something. Or like, yeah. I wrote that. <laughs> I believe you. I just didn't. I just didn't. I'm think just that. like I initially think I thought the same thing, and then I read somewhere that she wrote it, and I was like, "Well, she was 11. She was dabbling in poetry." Toad. Yeah. Your love is like. She's how I know your eyes are your lovers no, eyes are like but like the color of the wizards wizards toes no, maybe a good no, you know what I mean no, like that's a good description and if you know if you know him he's from a muggle world in which world would a toad but he's in the magic world Portia does now. not like I'm not <laughs> Jenny literally can't breathe and Portia's like did you see how she breathed she breathed the right I'm way I'm not that hard for Jenny but for Molly yes, Molly I am that's so funny Jenny not <laughs> I mean, honestly, as a poetry writer, I don't have any toes. <laughs> but you're not a magical one from Britain. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, there was no Hagrid waiting for the Met King's Cross station because he has an actual job. Um, <laughs> and said there were two grim-faced bearded R's and dark muggle suits moving forward the moment the car stopped and flanking the party, marching them into the station without speaking. Here <laughs> Galaxy Defenders. 
So they go through the barrier. The R tries to lead Harry through, and um, Harry's like, I can walk, thanks. And so they all get, Sassy Harry. They all get there. Harry, uh, Hermione and Ron have to go to the prefect's carriage first. And Harry's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Mrs. Weasley Bully. is like, y'all need everyone else have forgotten that Ron was a prefect. The prefect. 1996 now? Just, just That's replacing. That's the lesson? You already you know. Y'all know that he ain't supposed to be in that car. No one is supposed to it's be It's real easy. Just over the summer, Ayo. So, hey, Ron, uh, sorry, that was a mistake. We gave, you, we gave you a chance. We tried to see if you would build up the leadership You're skills, on probation. But you, you didn't. Know. You didn't. So, we're going to give it to someone who actually seems like they could take this opportunity to do something with it. Seems like... Idea. You're welcome because we know it's going to be shenanigans with Harry this year. So. Anyway, so it's fine. Um, and so, yeah. So Mrs. Weasley's like, "You better get on the train. You only have a few minutes." And then, of course, after she says that, Harry's like, "Can I talk to you, Mr. Weasley?" Making up his mind in the spur of the moment because just him thinking on his feet, him being reckless, is just Riffin never a good idea. So he goes to Mr. Weasley um, because he worked at the Ministry and was therefore at the best position to make further investigations and because he thought there was not too much of a risk of Mr. Weasley exploding with anger. Mr. Weasley says, am I about to discover where you, Ron, and Hermione disappeared to while you were supposed to be in the back room of Fred and George's shop? Um, And Harry's like, how did you? And he says, Harry, please. (laughs) You're talking to the man who raised Fred and George. He's like, you think I don't know. (laughs) You thought. But I know. So then Harry's like, we followed Draco Malfoy because I thought Malfoy was up to something. And he disregards Mr. Weasley's look of mingled exasperation and amusement. Because he's just like, these damn kids. <laughs> That's why I feel like Harry specifically, like, boy, you have an invisibility cloak and you use it to follow him. Well, like, okay. It's for safety, this is, this not is, for detective But work. even, like, of all the things you could do with an invisibility cloak, you just get up into, like, whatever nonsense you want to get into. Keep you going. Know, because Fred and George wouldn't have done that. Fred and George would have been on some other stuff. They would have been like, wow, look, Jacob going to Nocturne Alley. Let's go over here and buy some snacks. My invisibility clothes float this out and go right. uh, mess with so some people. Sneak into Green Guards. Right. Like something like, like, right. like, who cares I about Jacob? I would try to sneak a couple of galleons from under these goblins' notes. Like, right. Let's just, just try. Just, just, just do it. Even if we can't, it's fine. It's oh, an experience. Right. We can tell stories about it in our future. Let's try our new Weasley Weasley, blah, blah, blah. Right. So Harry says he went into Bergen and Burks. And says, and then tells him that he thinks that uh, Malfoy is a Death Eater now. And Harry's, uh, Mr. Weasley says, Harry, I doubt whether you know who will, would allow a 16-year-old. Does anyone really know what you know who would or wouldn't do? Said Harry angrily. Mr. Weasley, I'm sorry, but isn't it worth investigating? If Malfoy wants something fixing and he needs to threaten Borgen to get it done, it's probably something dark or dangerous, isn't it? Mr. Weasley's uh, saying, like, he doubts it. They raided uh, the Malfoy uh, house after Lucius was arrested. And Harry's like, I think you're missing something. And Mr. Weasley says, well, maybe. And in kind of in the same way that Ron earlier was like, <laughs> yes. well, same. Uh, then it's time to get on the train. It's about to leave. So Harry hops on. Mrs. Weasley says that he'll be going, coming to them for Christmas. So that's cool. Like for the first time, he'll, he knows where he's going. Unlike last year where he thought that he was going to have to be at Hogwarts by himself while he, while Ron went back home. But like at that point, and then Ron never said anything. And I think also, I don't think because he ever, at that point you should just realize. But I don't think he had ever stayed with them at Christmas before. Like thinking back on it, like he had like ended up at their house second year, and then that some that uh, winter I think they stayed at Hogwarts. Yeah, third year stayed at Hogwarts. I don't remember why. Fourth year, they, Fourth year stayed. they stayed because of the Yo Ball. Yeah. So I guess fifth year he just assumed that he would have to stay 
But also, I just feel like he should have just... He should have just, like, realized, like, if the Weezes are doing something, you're also doing that thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> he finds Jenny, like, further down the corridor, um, chatting with some friends. We don't know who these friends are. Well, we don't learn about them at all. They're four she years, just has so they're uh, fifth years, so Harry doesn't care who they are. There's also another thing in a couple pages where, like, like when we meet Blaze, and Harry's like, oh, a sixth-year Slytherin. Like, a, a Slytherin in my year. So we've had class together. She don't know his name. But yeah. Blaze must have never, like, ever really said anything. But, like, no, you know you that he does. But you, in like, class, with roll call, with, like... But you would have at least heard someone right. refer to him as... Like, like he's in your class with Draco Slytherins. Like, yes. Right, you like, have so right many... Like, you literally always paired up with Slytherins. You should know all the Slytherins names in your year. Because there aren't that many of them. But he's, he's also Harry Potter. He's very self and uh, unless you're like coming in his face and like F you Harry Potter and it's like, <laughs> like I don't know no. and are. if you are a nice Slytherin you'd be like what the what <laughs> where did you blow his from? mind he would not be alive no. after he was a nice Slytherin <laughs> yeah so some so he doesn't know who they are um, people stared shamelessly as he approached which they're just gonna need to get used to him at this point like I get if you're like a first year and you're this is your first year and you're like that's Harry Potter and you just learned about some stuff but if you've been going to school with this dude for five years already you know he ain't all that you know he ain't all that also like <laughs> every year they're, they're gawking at him for a different reason either it's because they believe him and they think he, they're like wow it's Harry Potter or they're like ugh it's Harry Potter that liar that like <laughs> dude who lost all those points or like what like they're always there's always a reason to stare at him I just feel like at some point he's gotta get boring I mean the first years though that's what I mean, other than the first years. Yeah. They just got there, and that makes sense. And the second like, years might be still a bit enchanted. They're like, they haven't been disillusioned all the way. Maybe, but they last year were just like, uh, he's not, like, he, you know, they were like, oh, he's crazy. So, I don't know. It just seems weird. Maybe for, maybe second years. I'll give second years. Other than that, you've been to school with Harry Potter for a long time, and you know he does some weird shit, and just let him do <laughs> shit over there. Like, you ain't gotta stare at him. So Harry asks Jenny if, uh, if she wants to find a compartment with him. She says that she can't because she said she'd meet Dean. Jenny mm. <laughs> can't Dean. breathe. Dean. Okay. That's her boyfriend. Dean can do better. <laughs> he likes the he fiery sporty see, girl. If Dean were prefix, he would never have had time for Jenny Reese. <laughs> oh Jenny can't breathe. <laughs> mm. I, I don't she, she can say she can say <laughs> she can say Seamus Seamus whatever that's fine <laughs> but dang she's hot she's like a hot ginger at the school Dean. and she's like probably good in her year and she's sporty and athletic Dean should be pretty <laughs> I have no um he would have been hanging out with the Ravenclaw prefix you know Padma's one <laughs> it would have been on Mm. Never would have been Jenny. Okay. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I could see them. But I think I started shipping Dean and Hermione because of something Delia said. But I have to think more. I have to think more on that ship. <laughs> like, I, I think it was that one time and I was like, I yes. And then did I'm just like following up on Dean's comment of like finding both um, poverty and Pudma as like the most, pre- like the prettiest. Oh, yeah. In he did say that. And so I feel like like over time, they would have had time together. That would have been and she's over in the class she would have to be together it's really cute mm-hmm. he already had his mind right because he was like I ain't going to know Duel 
Also, uh, Dean's probably a secondary Ravenclaw because he's like artsy and yeah, like into so. like art and stuff. He's creative. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Harry felt a strange twinge of annoyance as she walked away, her long hair dancing behind her. <laughs> He had become so used to her presence over the summer that he had almost forgotten that Ginny did not hang around <laughs> with him, Ron, and Hermione while at school. Um, so, <laughs> so they're trying. She's trying to mislead us, is what she's trying to do. She's trying to give us a reason for why Harry would be upset, as opposed to just being like. But I think as opposed to, I get that he doesn't know notice or he doesn't realize that he has a crush on Ginny. We should know at this point, though. Right, yeah. because this is this him smiling at her a couple of ch- pages ago, and him being because annoyed that she's not sitting with her. We're on chapter seven, and yeah. they've been together for at least four chapters. Yeah, and this is the first time we get any indication that because they may he, or may this not. Is his first like realization that he's just like, oh wait, I like her presence. No, <laughs> I don't think that he thinks that. He's like, oh, I, oh, I'm just used to her hanging out with us. Yeah, he's like, he's a boy. Boy. but I think, it, but I also think that it's fine that he doesn't know, or maybe it is when he first finds out. But I literally did, had no idea mm-hmm. that there was anything going on until his little monster situation. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. And then, she, and she then I was like, "Where the there?" No. She does not. Not a lot. But no. it's there, no. right here. No. Yeah. No. No. Also, I that's not it, enough. Like it's not even like it's not enough because so no. those two things happen, and then I feel like we get another moment in. Uh, when they're when he's smelling the amartensia yeah. or whatever, but it's not a smell like he it's a he smell doesn't it. he doesn't know where to place it. But also we don't ever smell it until he mentions it. Right. Then. So fair. it's not enough for us. It could be fair. anything at the burrow. That fair. It could be like the grass. It could be right. the gnome. It's like I, who knows? I, I, I flowery scent in the burrow. But I'm just saying, it's, yes. there are like I so many things at the burrow. Actually, in this scene, it could have been like he whiffs her hair. And that would have been, and you'd have been like, a okay. small thing that they could have done where it's just like he smelled her flower the, the flowery scents coming off of her hair. Long red hair and then and later whips it in the especially face. since it's dancing here, and then later when he smells Amortentia and it's just like a flowery scent he smelled at the burrow. And he and then without directing like it to Ginny, it could just be like a flowery scent. But if we had gotten a flowery scent here, when she literally points out her, her hair. Right. I think there's another part around. after the um, Amortentia where she comes up and he gets a whiff of it. But it's still to me at the time wasn't enough for me to be like, oh, he likes Ginny. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because it could it could also be, you know, like you go in people's houses and they and it just like smells like a thing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like. Everyone has their own individual scent, but, like, the house smells like the people who live there collectively. So it yeah. could just be that. It right. could be, like, because yeah. he's with Ron, he doesn't notice it on That's him as I, much. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought initially when I read it. I thought that him smelling that smell was just him recognizing the fact that he loved the Weasley family. It wasn't really, like, um, like, he, I parried, like, he's, he's going through so much this year. He's been going through so much this past year's. And he, like, we just saw last week, he wasn't, he wasn't really, like, in love with shows. So it's not like he mm-hmm. actually has time to, like, he actually delves into his face because he doesn't really talk about his feelings because yeah. he's a, he needs to put himself together. He's a therapist. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like, so I always associate it with, like, okay, he doesn't have, like, a love in his life, but he does know that there's just one place that he goes and he's always happy, he's always home, and that's where his love lies and that's with the reasons. And so that's what I, that's what I got whenever that came up. Nothing to do with Jenny. And, 
my thing is too that like okay he got used to her being around because of the holidays but like he had just went to the battle they just did the battle of Hogwarts together she was around them last year son and he like the this chapter is telling us it was like having her around this summer holidays but like really made it feel like a thing it's mm-hmm. like you could have brought up that connection before like you could have brought up like Oh, like when he started the summer out, he missed Ron and Hermione, but he started to feel like maybe there was another that was missing. Then he gets to the bedroom and everything was alright. But then you would have just read that as, oh, it's alright because he's with the bro with all the Weasleys. You would have been like, like, it wasn't Ginny, it was all of them. She just should have done better. I agree, she should have done better, but I'm still team what she present brought. I think once they're maybe together, mm-hmm. maybe. I think once I got past him, like, I think the abruptness of him all of a sudden being like, I want to rip Dean limb from limb. Like, <laughs> once I got past that being like, hold up, fam, that got real aggressive, like, really real quickly. Once I got past that, I accepted that he liked Jenny, and then yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. But, like, it was really The lead up is, is I was like, great. I don't, I did not see this coming. Also, I don't have a problem with him dating Jenny. I just think, honestly, I don't yeah. think they should have gotten married. Like, I honestly don't see how either of them could battle with each other, and I really think that that was, like... We just don't get enough of Jenny to, to know, so, and like, I also think that, like, they get together, and they're together for, like, two months, and then he breaks up with her. Except yeah. he doesn't really break up with her, but he kind of does. But he dates her and then during he stalks her seven the Marauders Cat for, like, a he bit. he dates her during their seven years. Just year. like James and Lily. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to do a bonus episode about like romance repeating, Harry Potter like, I feel like we maybe said this last episode yeah. but just talking about how mm-hmm. weird also never mind we'll get I'll talk about that later um so he blinks and looks around he was surrounded by mesmerized girls hi Harry uh, said a familiar voice and it was Neville and Luna um and so they kind of like they go off the three of them set off to find seats oh um and neville's like they're even staring at us because we're with you they're staring at you because you were at the ministry too said harry our little adventure there was all over the daily prophet you must have seen it i think neville was right but that's just because people are trash you know like not necessarily because they like they just don't because even when we see like a little bit later with slughorn like He's like, oh, you were with them? That's cute. But it's been like a special feature already. Slughorn is, yeah, that's true. But I do think it's mostly Harry. Like a second year, so might be a chance of finding them in that life. Potentially. Yeah. Um, okay, so then Neville says that um, he thought his grandmother would be angry about all the publicity, but she was really pleased. Says, I'm, started, I'm starting to live up to my dad at long last. She bought me a new wand. So Augusta <laughs> is just like... This one of the saddest lines of Harry Potter comes up. Yes. She just, she... She had one know. boy, she, and he was great. And he got off, went off and got married, and he was like, all right, she'll do. And then his life and brain was ripped away from him and from her, and she just is mourning that. Which I think is valid, life. right? Like, I right, think like, that's, have, it's like, a another terrible person. feeling, but it sucks that, like, Neville is the, the, the has to, like, has deal, to with, deal with it in that way. It's like, she's, she's wrong, but she's also not wrong, and, like, her feeling, it's just, like, how she's expressing it is so wrong for the person who is left in her life that, like, 
you know, that is like, I didn't have anything to do with it. Sorry, I'm a different person. But she's like, I can't also help the it. the product of the son that she loved. So it's like, she should be better about should, it. Yeah. At yeah. the very least, she's like, you know that this boy is not this boy. You talk about him all the time. So figure out how to appeal to this boy in the way that he needs to appeal to you and not try to whip him in the shape with whatever you're doing. It's not really working. Right, right. And also, this is going to sound really terrible. Like, his dad got got. Like, you try to make him like his dad, but he got got. So, yeah, like, it's like that's a not good, that not good end. Yeah. It just that doesn't seem like the right like, Very good. Adore her, though. Yeah. Yeah. If there were more long bottoms, I'm sure it would also be a thing. Mm-hmm. There's just not as many long bottoms as there are these days. So, Neville's new wand is cherry and unicorn hair. Um, and he thinks it's the last or one of the last that Ollivander ever sold because he vanished the next day. Okay. Um, and then Trevor jumps out, jumps out of his hands because um, Trevor is over it. Trevor does not want to. He was never that. here for it. Never. <laughs> let's never. Let's be true. Never. Yeah. Never here. Yeah. Luna asks if they're still going to do DA meetings this year. And Harry's like, no point now that we got rid of Umbridge. Um, Neville <laughs> Neville looks upset and he says, I liked the DA. I learned loads with you. I enjoyed the meetings too, said Luna. It it's was like, like having, having friends. friends. <laughs> but you do have friends, Luna. Luna. Is, these are your friends. Luna is And I love that she, like, she says it as such a, like... It's so casual. Yeah, like, she doesn't mean it as, like, a I'm sad, like, because yeah. I, She's just like, it was nice it was, because it was, it was like having it. Yeah, yeah I was, it was like, like, wow, I've heard having friends. Having friends was this was nice. Dynamic. Yeah. yeah. This was just like that, This right? is what this is, yeah. I also felt like like part of it um, is also that, and I think it gets mentioned at the end of the book um, when Hermione and Ron use the coins again to call them to like like fight against the yeah. leaders, and only Neville and Luna respond, mm-hmm. and it's because they're the only ones who are checking it because yeah. they're the only ones who like would which is sense. why which is really sad. In but your also way, like in the way that you're like oh. And, like, even the chat is still talking about how, um, like, everyone sort of pairs up with the person they were, like, paired up with. Like, they end up marrying them, and it's sort of, like, it kind of doesn't make sense. But I'm still, like, the one person, like, the one pairing that J.K. Rowling didn't do that with is is Neville and Luna. And it would have made so much sense because they just had each other all this time. And it's, like, even here, they're, like, yeah, we've both been, like, missing this thing and, like probably hanging out talking about how we missed this thing Mm -hmm. and like i think that the idea of like okay maybe they could date but then don't and eventually don't end up together it's like but jk rowling didn't even have them date and i'm just like but you could have and then just broken them up for whatever reasons like it just didn't work out like who is that i'm a hufflepuff and i'm like who is that whose mans is this but i and but that's the thing is that i do like the idea that like they're grown-ups and they like run into schoolmates and it's like we weren't close in school but now like through other circumstances yeah. we become closer and like become friends or more or whatever but um i'm just the one it's probably the one thing about canon where i'm just like besides like all the like race stuff that could have been better but like it's the one like surface level thing where i'm just like dang that was a really right. missed opportunity mm-hmm. because she it was the one time she'd written it a pairing that made sense together you as is without like 
without like them bickering like Ron and Hermione or the fans having to like fill in the blanks around Harry and Ginny like it's just like it's the one where you had to do the least work as a reader and it's not that we shouldn't have to actually vote a good romance <laughs> a good pairing of people and who are both didn't, lonely and then, and like then she, think about it at all like she she's just of, so like bad she at romance like thought those personality traits all the ways. that played off well to be paired well with each other and like been a great relationship mm-hmm. and that's yeah. why the movies were like we're just gonna go ahead and push them together <laughs> Stop it. It's the one thing the movies were like, (laughs) where I was like, good job. Yeah, I was like, because those actors also had chemistry together, like, in a good way. Also, side note, Matt Lewis got married apparently this weekend. Oh, that was Wizard Team news. To a blonde woman. Who looks like Luna. Who kind of looks like Luna or like what Hannah Abbott might have looked like. And I'm like... Yeah. Okay, sir. Wait a minute. With your, with your puberty glow up. Yeah. It true. It's like we call it long bottomy now. Oh, <laughs> when you have a really great puberty glow up. Yep. Actually, yeah. Accurate. Um, okay, so then. Um, Wait, Dilly says only Joker write a good pairing on accident. Like, how? It's true. It is. It's it's true. is. It's unfortunate. It's true. Um, so, before Harry could respond, there was a disturbance outside their compartment door. A group of fourth-year girls um, were whispering and giggling together on the other side of the glass. You ask him, no, you. I'll do it. Oh, and one of them, a bold-looking girl with large, dark eyes, a prominent chin, and long black hair, pushed her way through the door. Apparently supposed to be a Hi, Harry. Oh, Wait, is she? I uh, think so. I'm late, uh, but I kind of wanted to make this, because it sounds... Interesting. Uh-huh. Given what Neville turns into the next couple of weeks. Oh, uh-huh. So I looked up the wand lore on which wand oh, uh-huh. wood. And it is a very rare wand wood that creates a strange power, most highly prized by the wizarding students of the Makoto School in Japan, where those who carry cherry wands have special prestige. The Western one purchasers should dispel from their minds any notion that pink blossom of a living tree makes for a frivolous or merely ornamental wand. For cherry wood, often makes a wand that possesses truly lethal power, whatever the core, but is teamed with dragon heartstring. The wand ought never be teamed with a wizard without exceptional self control and strength of mind. Don't pay Neville. Okay, Neville. Um, yeah, we need to do a whole one more situation. Like, now. Um, okay, so the chat is still talking about shipping. If you would like to see those conversations, become a Patronus. It's very fun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, so a girl with dark eyes and prominent chin and long black hair pushed her way from the door. Hi, Harry. I'm Ramilda. Ramilda Vane. Why don't you come join us in our compartment? You don't have to sit with them, she added in a stage whisper, which is like, girl. But also it's funny that this is the first year that, like, girls from any other year are like, hey, Harry, how's it going? He's, like, had so many other adventures that, like, everyone's sort of known about. And it's like, there's been some other bold girl. But I also think that, like, (laughs) Harry or or Joe Joe doesn't introduce romance. Like, these kids don't. No, not even last minute. These girls, like... No one has any crushes or thoughts about anyone until, until they turn fourteen. 14. No, until they turn fourteen. <laughs> Once they turn fourteen, then they're like, "Ooh, look at all these." Kids. 
Like, oh, he's cute. Oh, okay, let's go talk to Harry. Because she's literally a fourth year. Yeah. So last year, she, I mean, obviously she probably thought he was whatever because of uh, ministry, but like, she was 13, so she wasn't thinking about I that. I mean, like, Janie had a crush on Harry, but she was 11. But, and, and it was like a little, little kitty. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was like, like, he plays it off. As like a little kitty crush. And then um, fourth year is when she starts dating. Right, and, like, and then like, Fred and George are like both like into Angelina, and then one of them asks her to ask her to Fred asks her to mom. But it doesn't even tell year, you about the crush and stuff. And it sounds like Lee had a crush on her too. So it's just like all of them. It's like right. but nothing is talked about no. with that, right? Like no, they're like, like, having like these conversations. Right. Like okay, but you know I like to first like, like but you know what it is? It's like it's like it's like Dumbledore talking about first year you came in and this happened and then you were 12 and I thought is that really better than 11 <laughs> and then you were 13 and I didn't really have an excuse yeah, she's she's like, like, you were 13. I didn't really have an excuse but I still didn't want to do it and then 14 like alright like God at this point it's your too hormones are showing up. right so I might as well so apparently you also have to yeah it's it's a lot um <laughs> also they aged Romilda up in the movie um oh. to where she was in I can't remember if she was a Gryffindor. Isn't is she a Gryffindor? Oh, yeah. she made a fox. She's a Gryffindor. So she was, but I think, I can't, I feel so like I they still made her. chocolate in his. Yeah, movie. they still made her a Gryffindor in the movie, but they made her older and they made Harry, like, kind of seem into, like, the thing where she's like, he's like, but I am the chosen one. Which is really that. dumb, but I, I still. Blocked it all out. It's really dumb, but I like it because Hermione smacks him in the face hella hard and is like, <laughs> boy, if you don't get Like, I only like it because of that, but, like, he. But, like, it changes the dynamic a little bit because it makes him, like, oh, he's she's cute, so let yeah. me be silly. Or, like, <laughs> let me just make eyes at her. Instead of this one where he's very clearly, like, nah, fam. Like, yeah. Me alone. I think her attitude in this, like, as her being, like, uh, is it Rhonda from Hey Arnold? Where he's, like, she's, like, I only wear cool clothes. And I'm only, pro- like, I only, like, pop <laughs> like, I'm the fashion plate of this year's school. And I'm telling you, like, I'm the cool girls. I'm just coming out with that. And it's like, but girl, like, okay. But like, also, I have friends. So who are you to come in here and just tell me what you think I should be doing? Right. right. And so I kind of like, I feel like, I don't know, for some whatever reason, I put these two characters together, and I feel like they're on the same character journey, like in Harry Arnold and in Harry Potter. Right. Okay. Yeah. So Harry goes. They're friends of mine. Oh, said the girl, looking very surprised. Oh, okay. Um, and then she leaves. People expect you to have cooler friends than us, said Luna. Which is funny because, like, y'all don't even hang out with the same two people for a while. <laughs> for his whole life. His so. whole life. But um, also, it's great that this is, and I think they, it might be mentioned here, but I think it was, no, I think it was actually very specifically in Order of the Phoenix where it was equally, like, at the beginning of Order of the Phoenix, he meets Luna and they run into Neville and they're in the ch- in the car and, like, I think Neville's stink sap exploded yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and someone Luna's comes like in. reading the thing upside, upside down. down and and someone comes, comes in, in and Harry's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed mm-hmm. to be with these people. And then at the end of the book, he's like, oh, like, after everything we've been through, like, I wouldn't trade this for anything. But it's like, the beginning of the year again. And it's yeah. just like, and now this time he's like, have, nah, these, like, are, my these are my friends. Yeah. How but about you, you don't? You weren't talking like that last year, though, Harry. Right, you exactly. Like, That's what growth is. You are. Growth. That's what growth is. It is. And I'll, yeah, it's like he... He's yeah, learned, he just, from, he's he, learned he's that learned, one lesson. And, he also, and also at that point, like, he and Neville are cool, but he doesn't, like hang out with him they haven't been in a situation where then they would have to like defend each other and Luke yeah. just met Luna so it's like I think like what he values is less about like them being cool and more like them being actual friends but at that point 
he couldn't go off of that. Yeah. So it's very much just like, because I think if it had happened fourth year and then fifth year, they, it would be as, the same as like the situation, but it's more just like, I don't really know y'all and y'all. Yeah. And it's not like he said so, anything bad. He just didn't it was really just like, like his internal yeah. thoughts. Yeah. But now he's just like more active and more expressive about like, yeah, I do stand up for these guys. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like he's at a point where he's like, with Chell, he was already at a point where you had like a crush on her. Yeah. Right now he's like, hi. I just right, he's like you're a little fourth year, like you have right. <laughs> like chosen, you're older, exactly. and these are like lower classmen. Like mm-hmm. okay, like, yeah, you thought. <laughs> um, and then Harry says, "You are cool." None of them was at the ministry; they didn't fight with me. That's a very nice thing to say, being Luna. And then she put she her spectrum. Spe- <laughs> yeah, like as soon as she said it was like having friends, and he's like, "These are my friends." That's like the best thing you could say. Um, we didn't face him though," said Neville. "You did. You Sad should hear my grand Neville. talk about you. That Harry Potter's got more backbone than the whole Ministry of Magic put together. She'd give anything for, to have you as a grandson. Oh. There's just so many sads <laughs> in like a really like chill chat. Like it should just be nice, and then they just <laughs> nope. keep saying really uncomfortable shit. And you're like, wow. <laughs> Harry laughed uncomfortably and changed the subject. <laughs> I was like, uh, I what am I supposed to do with can't that? Say but you always, everyone has those friends that like they just like they're unaware, like they're really nice and they're just talking and like they're unaware of like how like uncomfortable you are and then like they're being like first off being nice and taking compliments, okay? And then they're like, mm. and my grandmother wishes that you were her it's like she wished she were the grandson of the boy who lived but she does not want that because it literally almost happened to you girl and you would have lost both your kid like your kid like I know you don't want them in St. Mungo's but they would be dead and that's what Harry thinks about um, as they're talking about the OWLs he says had Voldemort chosen Neville it would be Neville sitting opposite Harry bearing the lightning shaped scar and the weight of the prophecy or would it would Neville's mother have died to save him as Lily had died for Harry? Surely she would, but what if she had been unable to stand between her son and Voldemort? Would there have been no chosen one at all? Um, an empty seat where Neville now sat and the scarless Harry who would, would have been kissed goodbye from his own mother. No, the whole wizarding world would be dead. Yeah, <laughs> like, none of y'all would be anywhere because <laughs> Voldemort would have been like, I am the supreme. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Man. You all right, Harry? You look funny, uh, said Neville. Sorry, I... Waxburg got you, said Luna. Uh, and Harry's like, I... What? <laughs> oh, Waxburg, they're invisible. They float in through your ears and make your brain go fuzzy. I thought I felt one zooming around here. She starts flapping her ears. Which means that she like, felt her brain go fuzzy earlier. She did. She did. She's like, uh-oh. What, is what have you been inviting on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then, you know, they're sitting in the thing, and then Ron and Hermione come... And says, wish the lunch trolley would hurry up, says Ron, obviously. I'm starving. Um, then he says, hi, Neville. Hi, Luna. Guess what? He turns to Harry. Malfoy's not doing prefect duty. He's just sitting in his compartment with the other Slytherins. We saw him when he when we passed. Harry sat up straight. Sitting the trolley Interesting. lady after <sighs> Like, just, he's like, wait a second. Like, oh my gosh, he's not doing the one thing he's supposed to be doing. And now everything must change. Mm-hmm. 
Harry said, what did he do when he saw you? The usual, said Ron, indifferently, indifferently demonstrating a rude hand gesture, which is probably the middle finger, and the thing that he did to Fred and George that made Mrs. Weasley say, I was going to jinx your fingers together. I also wonder if it's like wizard gang son or something. Right. <laughs> like, like, do you bite your thumb at me? <laughs> like, <laughs> not yet. I'm talking about, do you bite your thumb at me? <laughs> I do bite my thumb. That's what was happening. Um, and Ron says, not like him, though, is it? Well, that is. He did the hand gesture again, but why isn't he out there bullying first years? And Hermione says maybe he prefers the Inquisitorial squad. Maybe being prefect seems a bit tame after that. And then before Harry can get into his whole conspiracy theory situation, he has a new audience now. So right before he could do that, though, uh, a third year comes in and says, "I'm supposed to deliver this to Neville Longbottom and Harry Potter." Um, it's an invitation that reads, "Harry." I would be delighted if you would join me for a bite of lunch in compartment C. Sincerely, Professor H.E.F. Slughorn. I don't think we ever find out what the E.F. stands for. Mm-hmm. Earl Florence. <laughs> Floral sense. <laughs> Who's Professor Slughorn? Asked Neville. New teacher, said Harry. I suppose we'll have to go. But what does he want me for, Ooh. said Neville, who is nervous because he's like, am I getting in detention? Did I do something? I'm not, I'm not sure Eunice what's going on. Flaccus? What? Eugene Flaccus. Horace Eugene Flaccus? Or is it like Flaccus? Flaccus? That's L-A-C-C-U-S. Sounds gross. But Eugene Flaccus or Flashes. It must mean something in Latin or something. Born sometime between 1882 and 1913. Good lord. Sorry, it's the old. Isn't that like 20 years? Yeah. Like, we don't know. 30 years. Damn. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. Weird. Okay, so Harry's like, let's go into the invisibility cloak. Then we might get a good look at Malfoy on the way. We? Why are you dragging Neville into this? It means exactly what it means, by the way. Like, what? Not I. Blackness. What does it mean? Exactly. <laughs> Read the definition, Portia. Flaccid. <laughs> flabby, flappy-eared, hanging down. <laughs> I mean, all right. Okay, well, I'm not going to say I didn't do that, so... <laughs> Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, his appearance does plop <laughs> <laughs> like a walrus, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, like a walrus. That's it. Like a walrus. That's the only thing. Like, exactly like a walrus. No part of his name is appealing. Horace? Well, no. Eugene means well-born because he's wealthy. He's I mean, slithering. but he's like Horace. His name Horace and Eugene. Flaccus. Slughorn. Like, is it Flaccus or Flaccus? Like, how do you pronounce it? It's Flaccus. Ew. I mean, neither of them are good options. Like, yeah. Oh, Mm. there's no better one. Mm. Horace means timekeeper. I mean, he is old. (laughs) This is terrible. And then slug. Slug Slughorn. So, Flaccus and Horn is at the end. (laughs) It's the suffix. Well then, his name is but it's meant a slug for horn, a twelve-year-old. It's a slug horn. Yeah. So it's Flaccus. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Flaccus slug horn. Yeah. Yeah. 
Robin's in the chat now, and she's like, what did I miss? And I'm like, Slughorn's full name is worse than you think. (laughs) (laughs) But I also, like, when I say I'm awake the way she did, I I also picture um, Mushu, not Mushu, it is Mushu. Yes, I am alive. (laughs) I am alive. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's keep going. Um, so, it doesn't work because the corridors are packed with people on the lookout for the lunch trolley. Um, so, it was impossible to negotiate while wearing the cloak. And so, Harry put it in his bag, reflecting that it would have been nice to wear it just to avoid all the staring. Which is a valid reason to use the, um, like, the, the, yeah, yeah, to be like, you know. When you actually want to be invisible. Right. Like, cool, but not to just be in other people's business. Um, but that doesn't last very long. No, of course not. Um, so then he sees Cho Chang, who darted into a compartment when she saw Harry coming. Um, and then when Harry passed the window, he saw her deep and determined conversation with her friend Marietta, who was wearing a thick layer of makeup that did not entirely obscure the odd formation of pimples still etched across her face. Dang. Smirking slightly, Harry pushed on. I mean, rude. But okay, it's a it's a I complicated get, I get situation. It. I get it. It is, but rude. Yeah, and Hermione should have had the black eye for a couple more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> a couple more. But, but you see, that doesn't want to go out like that because they're supposed to be a couple. Did you not say? I'm dead. I didn't say that. She's like, he doesn't want to go out like that. He's like, like no, like, come I got on, you. girl. I got you. <laughs> I made a suspicion. I already knew I you was gonna be in my room, so right. I left. I just. I knew you like I knew you couldn't help me. I knew you were gonna be curious about the stars with the twinkle in your eyes, girl. So I (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And so it just happened to punch some, but I just kept it. Just here you go. That's yours. I knew you would appreciate it. You appreciate the charm and magic and skill it took to create. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Moving Um, along. So they get to compartment C and they see that they're not Slughorn's only invitees. Though, judging by the enthusiasm of Slughorn's welcome, Harry was the most warmly anticipated. Harry, my boy, said Slughorn. Because um, he met you already. Yep. Good to see you. Good to see you. And you must be Mr. Longbottom. Neville nodded, looking scared at the gesture um, from Slughorn. They sat down opposite each other at the two in, uh, in the only two empty seats, which were nearest the door. Harry glanced around at their fellow guests. He recognized a Slytherin from their year. Again, should know his name, but it's fine. Um, a tall, At least the first, like, it's, but it's a different name, so it's like, why would you not remember this name? Like, well, I mean, I guess they are they all, all different. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's different. But who else has a Z in their name, though? Listen, he should just know his name because Professor Snape called on him in class. Well, well that, but no, but also, they, the sorting, they were sorted together. They've been his name was mentioned had, at the sorting, yep. They've had every class. class. But he was the last one, so maybe he was super Harry. absorbed. In but we know his name. Like the audience Who knows ever his name. Harry, where's my wand, Tom Potter, of ever being observant? That's true. That's true. Fair. You're right. I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Slytherin is a tall black boy with high cheekbones and long slanting eyes, who, as we all know, is, is Bay. Bay's. There's not really a good way to do it. Baby sounds like Baze. Yeah, but Blaze a Baney. I feel like all the like black girls are probably like Right, like I know he I know he is but I just you know what you been up to this year though? What's going on? You ain't you 
ain't messing with the Dark Lord, right? Okay, heard, you got real tall over the summer. I heard your I heard your mom lost another one of your stepfathers. This is number six. I'm so sorry. I'm just so sorry. How are you taking it? <laughs> you look like you're fine, though. That's a nice suit. Is that is that something? You look like you're fine. No. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, no. If you're feeling, if you're still, you know, feeling, you have any remaining, remaining feelings that maybe you need to talk about, or maybe I just like if you need help with your transfiguration homework. He's like, oh. girl, I'm an ace of transfiguration. Get out of my face! <laughs> so Robin said, "Bay's Zabine Bay," and then called us amateurs because I guess cause we didn't put them both together at the but same like, time. <laughs> that's really hard. That's a really hard one. <laughs> okay. Um, so then there were also two seventh year boys Harry didn't know. One of them who was in his house. So I just went like Harry. How many people do you know at Hogwarts? You but know, also Joe. People. Why not name them? <laughs> like, like you should at least be able to recognize. Like, oh, I saw Blaze. Even if they never right. showed up before, you'd right. be like, oh, Blaze Beanie, who's in Slytherin in his year. Oh, Cormac McGlagan, who's like. Uh, literally lives right above him. But right. I feel like he's a big a-hole with a big head, like ego. So you must and have bumped him in the door. Right? You must have bumped like, him once, like in the common time, room. Right. Like that's the jock at you and, in your and, grade. And, and like in anything, your house. like he was sitting in the armchair by the fireplace, and you and uh, Hermione and Ron sit there, and he was like, "Oh, this is my spot." Okay. Yeah, like he should know. Like, oh, that's a the guy. way that she wrote introduced them should have been like he Harry knows who they are. We just haven't talked to them, right? Or introduced them. And then, looking as though she was not entirely sure how she had got there, Jenny. <laughs> now, do you know everyone? Blaise Zabini, Blaise Zabini is in your year, of course. Zabini didn't make any sign of recognition or greeting, nor did Harry or Neville. Oh um, my goodness, Blaise is Black Panther when I don't Hawkeye. care. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't care. I, don't I feel care. like he probably did that for McClagan. McClagan was probably like, he looks like you're sniffing kind of fellow. But he's like, I, I don't, don't, don't care. care. I don't care. <laughs> move out of my way it's nice for you he says this is Cormac McWagon perhaps you've come across each other no see it's, the how? answer should not have been no how so I think like it is sort of it, well it's vague enough where it's like this is our first time meeting these characters but like Harry should know who they are but like it's a vague enough introduction by Slughorn where it's just like alright it makes sense that he's like introdu- you know making the introductions it's what he does but like it shouldn't have been no also, it just would have been as easy as, like, oh, of course. You're in the same house. later. But I also have a question of, like, why is this the first time Cormac has ever tried out for the Gryffindor coach team? He's, he's been there longer than Harry. Well, no, but so what he says is, like... But also like, the team has the, been, like, full. It's been full for a while. But, like, like since Charlie, Charlie left. left. But Charlie yeah. left, and then Harry got it immediately. Yeah. And I don't think he's a seeker. But Before tryouts. But tryouts last year... When he said he... He ate, he's dumb. He's a Gryffindor. So he did some, like, he, he ate something <laughs> off of a bet. Like, I think he says that he ate something off a bet and then got sick. So then he missed the tryouts because he did some dumb shit right before tryouts. Okay. So I'm just like, right. But it is a valid right. question. You're right. Like, dude. Like, yeah. your, your whole head is about, like, let me be seen. And that's a perfect way to be seen. Mm-hmm. But where were you? Yeah. And when Fred and George, one chance. And when Fred and George came in, his, uh, uh, well, no, that was before him. When Proceed. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, yeah, so then, and then Marcus Belby, um, who is a Ravenclaw, I believe. Um, who knows, because who can I think they say it at some point. I just don't remember where. And it might just be later on in this uh, chapter. And this charming lady tells me she knows you. Jenny grimaced at uh, Harry and Neville from behind Slughorn's back. 
Well, now this is most pleasant," said Slughorn cozily. "A chance to get you know get to know you all a little better." Here, how take many a visa did he have? Because like this is not the entire Slug Club, and like he doesn't know any of these students because. Like, he just got here, so it's not like he's, like, recruiting one new set of students. It's like he's forming the whole thing. So it's just like, well, this is the 12 o'clock spot, and then later at 2, I'm going to invite him. um, And you would think, but then it lasts until the end of the thing, because this dude is old, and he just talks. (laughs) You're right. You're right. (laughs) It's like, it's one of Why did he have, like, multiple sessions? You know, like, these compartments are small. Like, you would think he would have, like, a 12 o'clock. All right, these are some perspectives. Mm -hmm. You know, at 2 o'clock, these are some more what? No. But is this just not, like, a... a dining car or something like because then it would be a little bit big. No, big, big enough for, I, I think, think it's so. just a regular. Yeah, there's no car. I, and I think there's only because it's just a trolley. Yeah, that comes around and he, so he fits like six people in here. But I feel like if I mean, or seven, yeah. and I also he should himself. be able to do the magic to expand the car right. to fit all the students. Because again, this is not the entire slug club. So what made him? Well, pick, I think it besides is. plot, what made him pick these? Because they're well, we'll find out. But I think like also. He's also, like, feeling them out, which I think we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I'm wondering, and I wonder if he just brought the other ones together the times Harry wasn't there to meet the other ones. So, he was just, like, mixing the pairings up to see how they all bounce off of each mm-hmm. other. But without Harry being there for some reason. Hmm. Yeah. Here, take a napkin. I've packed my own lunch. The trolley, as I remember it, is heavy on the um, licorice wands and a poor man's and the poor old man's digestive system di- mm, digestive system isn't quite up to such things which yes. I always had a question about yikes well, yikes um, <laughs> we don't even know all of that like thank you I know what to look up forward to when I'm 106 <laughs> <laughs> but also don't go near here's bathroom <laughs> but yeah no I just like also always had that question about the lunch trolley because it doesn't have any lunch on it nope it's just snacks and then it's like just you're candy. starving by the end of it right so you're prepared for the feast but it's just candy and a woman who will hunt you down nope uh, not can we that's not canon can it is I'm the, gonna go see uh, it in September y'all oh you are yeah it looks I'll let you if I make it beautiful <laughs> that's gowns. what I'm going for but I'll let you yeah. if I make it past part one if I'm just gonna meet Eliana and be like yo so I will see your part two shop, I will take your part two to get it like I am Portia, we are both light. We put the light on. <laughs> we wear glasses. I was short, a little shorter yesterday, but here I am. <laughs> so then he offers Belby some pheasant. So I'm like a bird. Oh, but I like I how British like it is. Just, yeah, yeah it's it's great. have you have you seen that in the other books? No, because you see trifle, which is okay. We don't do that over here, but. Now we can see what the old men in British in Britain do. Yeah. Yeah. But do the kids like that too? Probably not. Maybe, maybe it's like liver and but onions. But it's also cold. <laughs> maybe it's like liver and onions. Like mm-hmm. where you're just like, you, you know your grandma and then you just be like, nah, I'm good. Right. Mm-hmm. Bobby started and accepted what looked like half a cold pheasant, so it doesn't even look appetizing. I was just telling young Marcus here that I had the pleasure of teaching his uncle Damocles, Slughorn told Harry and and Neville, now passing around a basket of rolls. At least he had real food there. Outstanding, was it? Outstanding. And his order of Merlin was well-deserved. Did you see, do you see a bunch of your uncle, Marcus? Really, he's just after these kids for For their their family connections. It's for their family connections. It's like, all right, but what about It's either because he, it's either because, well, I guess he knows his uncle. Yeah. I love his but it's like Damocles, because you know that's so old. Like his uncle is so, so old. old. 
Unfortunately, Bybee had taken a large mouthful of pheasant. In his haste to answer Slughorn, he swallowed too fast, turned purple, and began to choke. Anna Pia, uh, Slughorn said calmly, pointing his wand at Belby. Oh, yeah. Typo on this website. Uh, Belby, whose airway seemed to clear at once. It's handy. Not much of him, no. Well, of course. I dare say he's busy. Because he's an old man and the swallowing issues happen. Just like using the spell all the time. He said it quite calmly. <laughs> right. Yeah. It remind like the spell words reminds me of like sleep apnea. It's like a breathing yeah. thing. So that's like oh, yep. yeah. smart. That yes. makes sense. Um, well, of course, I dare say he's busy. I doubt he invented the Wolfsbane potion without considerable hard work. Well, shout Which, out to his uncle Democles. We should we like, should bring up Uncle Democles every time we wake up. We've been like, you know what? And today's shout out is shout is sponsored by Uncle Democles. Exactly. Get down there to Democles' shop and get you some Wolfsbane potion. So there's, like, family tension between the Belbies because he's like, he and my dad don't really talk much, so no, I don't talk to him. Slughorn's like, okay, McClagan, how about you? Let me talk to you. He gives him a cold smile. Cold shoulder. I wonder if that's, like, a, like, a, because his father's anti-werewolf. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe that's why he's like, oh, so you're enabling. I mean, but with this, I... I get it. some insight into, it's like, what, like, yeah. Belby's, Bel- point of, like, to your pure blood, like, one of those people mm-hmm. where he's like, oh, yeah, my father doesn't hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the Belby's, not from Slughorn. Yeah, yeah, no, I yeah. know what you mean. Yeah. So um, he turns to Cormac and is like, I happen to know, to, I happen to know you see a lot of your Uncle Tiberius. That's so shady. I'm like, why do you know that? Is that First, Trek? why do you know, but then also, like, the transition. Right. Because he's like... <laughs> Do you see a lot of your uncle? No. no. Well, I, you know, I know you do, so let's talk about your <laughs> uncle. <laughs> In front of these, like, these are children. I mean, they're seventh years, but, like, damn. Still. He has a rather splendid picture of the two of you hunting in Nocktails, I think. Norfolk? Oh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, he went with Bertie Higgs and Rufus Scrimger. That was before he became minister, obviously. He is ready for Oh, uh, you know Bernie and Rufus, too? He's been oh, sin and waiting I had no idea this. they knew each other. Now tell me. It was as Harry suspected everyone here seemed to have been invited because they were connected to someone well-known or influential. Everyone except Ginny. Zabini, who was interrogated after McClagan, turned out to have a famously beautiful witch for a mother. From what Harry could make out, she had been married seven times, each of her husbands dying mysteriously and leaving her mounds of gold. That's the way Secure to do it, girl. That's the, the way to do it, girl. <laughs> Secure the bag. You're like, I'm tired. I'm tired, but I'm I'm gorgeous. She's out here, and you know the little the robes, like sheer uh, fi- uh, savage Fenty. Just came out with it. It's that. Every time no, one dies, no, she goes. Every time one dies, she's Rihanna. She picks one out of her. She's Rihanna. She picks out one out of her closet. She has its coat. She has different colors. She got like a black with a She green. got a cape room she's like, like right. no color exactly, exactly. Right. And she, she just puts it on. And then when the R's come, she's like, "Oh, it's so sad, my dear, my poor husband. He's dead." But Rihanna, <laughs> like, Rihanna is not. She's too fancy for her own life. Cause she does. That's all budget wear. Okay, you're correct. Zimini. But I mean, it needs. But I feel like hers. Like it, it looks like that. Except it's a little short. It like tra- it has a train. Yes, and it might Absolutely. not be sheer. She might have some sheer ones for but special occasions. I'm saying, but just like mom, is, she's struggling from agent provocateur. She's <laughs> all out. Um, I feel like she's probably wearing that outfit that Beyonce had in Six Inch Heels. <laughs> that outfit yes. with the white. 
I want it. I just, I gotta find it because it's really gorgeous. I'll probably never really afford it, but she's wearing that. She's walking around like, I give you angel, but mm-hmm. actually death. And that's, <laughs> boom. That's what she does. That's all we need. Also, she's like, here, uh, Aurors, have some ham. Knowing that that's the murder weapon, which well, is like a classic Hitchcock mm-hmm. thing. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> murder weapon. It's just like, oh, and she's like, was there a hailstorm last night? I don't know. All these icicles outside, they've melted she's in the meantime. Right? She's, but also it's like, she's, you know, with the oars and everything, she's probably just like, okay, but like, prove it. And, <laughs> I mean, I'm on number seven, so what, are, just, what do you have to say? They're just really sick. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I'm grieving for my husband and I just and can't deal son, with this right like, now. What is he going to do? He has a father figure. 15. Like, I just. And Blaze is just in the back in the corner like, like <laughs> I didn't even like that. Name. He's like, I didn't like that. Name. Like, okay, sure. I'm very sad. You can't tell. This is just my face. I mean, no, Blaze is so giving sad. like, like giving like teenage group. He's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, yeah, read the prophet. Not on his phone. He's on daily prophet because that's what teenagers read. Apparently, um, there's no TV. <laughs> Um, so Amani says a queen an icon and Delia <laughs> says she realized them racist wizards only valued her for her beauty yeah. so she said fine alright let's, let's play which has been my like head case. I was gonna write something about her we actually we decided her name was Nicola I don't remember why but we did I think it was just sounded British she always gave um, me like we might have decided Amon. that yeah she always gave me Amon like mm. I always like read her ass like this is Amon yeah, yeah. His mama she's is like Amon. right mm-hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That actually makes sense for the way he's described a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, that he's, so like, that's like, like, East African. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> and it also makes sense because his last name is Italian, and, like, Italians colonized, um... Ethiopia? Yeah, and, like, Air, yeah, yeah, at some point. Yeah. So it makes sense, and it makes it, he doesn't have to be mixed. That just happens to be his last name. Well, then. Yeah, he's definitely not Boom. mixed. I feel like... I feel like he's not. My personal head Because I feel like she actually the, liked Blaze's father, but then he dies... And then she just keeps the, the game going. Right. Um, but I, I'm curious as to if there was more before him or if that was her true love and right. she was, like, heartbroken. That's what I've always And thought. then she was just but like, well, can't... now I'm ruthless. But like, she's a heartless now. On which man was her, was so, husband number three could have been Jamie's father. We don't know. Right. Right. It was husband number something. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. It's just like, I think that but she found the one. Because she only has one child. But right. she doesn't. But also, so she knows about growth control. Mm-hmm. Right. But she also, that also could have been like, oh, man, in order to get, get gold out of this one, I'd have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> she could be 100% yeah. ruthless true. and not just 98. It's true. But like, but like true. I, yeah, I just, I remember in, I think it's in the wiki or something, like, in like, they just, it's a, they're theorizing. They're not like saying oh, it for facts, but in the wiki, they're more. saying like, oh, because his last name is Italian, he's probably like Italian and whatever. I mean, he could be like, they're a black Italian, but yeah. But also, but I think just black African. people have names from all over because we were colonized by so many people. So you know, the names they the more they you exist, know they they happen. They happen. Yep, with full black people. Yep, you know. Um, Delia's headcanon is that she doesn't think she was ever married to his father. Um, but that Ooh. his dad died before they could marry, and that was her one true love. Spicy. Or like 
Hey. It was a side, you know, a side boo. Like, she was like, you my real love, but I got to kill him first. But then maybe he died. And she was just like, well, now everybody did. Everybody so I'm did. just going to take care of my son and secure the bag. Hey, where's Eliana? Because we have, <laughs> we have thoughts. We have thoughts. <laughs> we have plots. And casting. <laughs> um, okay, so then it was Neville's turn. He, it was an unbear- it's, it was an uncomfortable ten minutes for Neville's parents um, had been tortured into insanity by Bellatrix the Strange and a couple of Death Eater cronies. I love that Barty Cross Jr. is now just a Death Eater crony. I mean, that's, that's just, what you should do. Do not give them power. Just like he was just a crony. He ain't all that. Right. Meanwhile, he literally was your professor. For <laughs> I, I am the Dark Lord's favorite one. I found him in the wild. I alone. I alone <laughs> kept the state faithful and tortured people. So they could not ever function as full humans ever again. Mm-hmm. All for the sake of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Will I be remembered for it? No. Do <laughs> you think I'm crazy? Yes. But was I the best dark arts professor you ever had? Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually. Second best. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, yeah. 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 Um, and so then, but also like, Harry had the impression that Slughorn was deserving judgment on Neville, um, yet to see whether he had any of his parents flair, but also asking him these really personal, like Neville has still has not told anyone <laughs> like Harry and Ron, like Harry and the Weasleys and Hermione or whatever. Like they found out on accident. like on accident. Like they mm-hmm. didn't, Neville didn't come up to them and say anything. So then the yeah. fact that Slughorn, who knows because he's an adult and like, you know, probably read the paper or whatever. Like yeah. the fact that he just is asking him this stuff in front of people who would not know Literally otherwise not. Yeah. or like, cause they, other families could have told like, Oh yeah. Like, like, oh, who was near a year this year? Oh, I'm, oh, that's a tragic, that boy had a tragic backstory. You know, like, oh, he's more Basically family. what right, happens right, right. Dumbledore telling Harry. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, I guess you need context <laughs> to understand mm-hmm. why this is terrible. Yeah. Why this is a memory that I don't like to hold in my head. But it just seems like Neville doesn't know why he's there. And then he gets there and now he's interrogated about, like, mm-hmm. this terrible thing like, that oh, happened to his parents. Ha- are you like Harry Potter? Like, I read the story from right. this year last year. How you're, you take his, he takes his tragedy and he makes it for problems. So better. Like, right. Is that what you do? Right. Your eyes glistening with the ghosts of your past. <laughs> that is a lie, isn't it? Yep. Uh, yeah. And now, Harry Potter. This is <laughs> <laughs> I imagine him like twirling in a chair, yeah. just like, and you. <laughs> but he's like, and now, like he's like, he's presenting her. Wizarding news. <laughs> <laughs> he says. Uh, where to begin? I feel I barely scratched the surface when we met over the summer. The chosen one, they're calling you now. <laughs> Harry said nothing. Belby, McLaglin, McLaggin, and Zabini were all staring at him. I feel like, did, like, Blaze was just looking like, word? <laughs> <laughs> of course it's Slughorn. There have been rumors for years. I remember when, well, after that terrible why, night, why must Lily, we, we James, and you survived. One of these poor <laughs> but, the but the way that he's saying it, too, is very much like, he does, like he's trying to not say it, but he's also very much saying. It. But like, I feel like he's like narrating to the people on the table who already oh, no. know this, this right. story. This is, but he's like, I've got to tell it because I tell it the right way. I was old enough to remember. You wasn't old enough to remember it's that exactly. night. I remember that night, <laughs> Lily. But Jeez. also, he's literally bringing up literally everybody's like Jeez. family, la- like dirty laundry. Like Belby's, like my parents, my brother, my uncle, and my dad actually do not speak, and it's like. Like a family like like yeah. feud and like hi Mr. Zabini tell me about your mother's seventh husband but like see, just bring up everybody's drama he lives for the drama but Harry 
gathered that, so I feel like he was shady to Blaze because he was like, because Harry had to pull out of some context clues. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there was some sort of shade going on where he had to like, he's like, oh, but so also like. But you mm-hmm. have yeah, you had to at least know. Yeah, like, he's like, oh, you're my, he's probably like, he's probably like, I remember your mother, and then after she graduated, the first husband, and then the second one, <laughs> the first, her, her second, and husband then you, was one of my students, and then the third, <laughs> and then the fourth, and then she's very beautiful, and it was just her alone that night. Seven like husband. He's probably like, is, I heard such and such just passed away. That's number seven, isn't it? Like, exactly. But I feel like it's probably also like. And she's oh and how are, how is she and the Duke doing? Oh, that was husband number four. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Wait, I, wait. Um, I heard a certain of um uh, tell of um, what about that Lord from um, Albania? Like oh, oh, oh no, oh he's also oh, okay. Um, what about uh Lord Brian? Oh, he was one of my students. I, oh, oh wow, I didn't get the funeral notice. <laughs> I'm so sad. That's how, unfortunate. How I would have attended that one. I would have attended that one. Yeah, so he says, and you survived, and the word was that you must have powers beyond the ordinary. Um, Zabini gave a tiny little cough that clearly supposed, um, to indi- it was indicating amused skepticism, and then an angry voice burst out from behind Slughorn. Yes, yeah, Zabini, yes. because you're so talented at posing, Girl. which was like, <laughs> she was like, I got you now. Girl, you're so tired. Like, oh, dear, chuckled Slughorn comfortably, looking around at Ginny, who was glaring at Zabini around Slughorn's great belly. You want to be careful, Blaze. I saw this young lady perform the most marvelous bad bogey hex as I was passing her carriage. I wouldn't cross her. Zabini really looked contemptuous. Anyway, said Slughorn, turning back to Harry. Mere. Such rumors this summer. Of course, one does know. One doesn't know what to believe. The prophet has been known to print inaccuracies, make mistakes, but there seems to be little doubt, given the number of witnesses, that there was a, quite a disturbance with the ministry, and that you were in the thick of it all. Harry, who could not see any way out of this without flatly lying, nodded, but still said nothing. Slughorn beamed at him. So modest, so modest. No wonder Dumbledore is so fond of you. You weren't there then, but the rest of the story is so sensational. Of course, one doesn't know quite what to believe. This fabled prophecy, for instance. We never heard a prophecy, said Neville, turning geranium pink as he said it. That's right, said Jimmy staunchly. Neville and I were both there too, and all this chosen one rubbish is just the prophet making things up as usual. You were both there too, were you? Slughorn said with great interest looking from Jimmy to Neville, but both of them sat clam-like before his encouraging smile. Yes, well, it is true that the prophet often exaggerates, of course. Uh, I remember dear Gwenog telling me, Gwenog Jones, of course, I mean, the, the captain of the Hollyhead Harpers. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, he married off into a long-winded reminiscence. <laughs> yeah, and so clearly Harry, like, Harry can tell that, like, Slughorn wasn't convinced by Neville and Ginny, but part of it is like they don't want to nobody wants to talk about what happened there because butt shit was traumatizing and also like nobody's business. And it yeah. also like just happened. And it's it a secret mission. Like, it was right. They weren't supposed to It's not to do actually it. order business, but it's like now that it's like it happened, it was like, well, now and, you can't talk about it. Right. Because what? it was literally us the business of a secret order fighting Voldemort that no one is supposed to know about. But what else are you supposed to know besides Voldemort showed up in the Ministry of Magic? That's like, you really what else do you need? So what had happened was we destroyed the time room and that was really sad. 
And then we ended up, and then, then you know, my godfather, like, like, the baby my godfather died. died. That was weird. And then, and then I was possessed by Voldemort for like a cool second, but then the power of love and grief, like, just, like, I, I don't know about all of that. So, <laughs> and Robin, it's just like, dude. And then Robin's favorite part happened when Glass <laughs> turned the sand, and that was lit, and, and that, that like, was what you should take Right, right. Glass like, that's all we should tell you. What happened in the... <laughs> You were both there, were you? You're like, yeah, glass in the sand. <laughs> so then the afternoon wore on with many more anecdotes and illust- in illu- mm-hmm. anecdotes about illustrious wizard Slughorn had taught, um, all of whom had been delighted to join what he called the Slug Club. Harry couldn't wait to leave, and but they he didn't let them go until it was twilight. Good gracious, it's getting dark already. Like that's like five plus hours they've been sitting in this compartment. Um, wait, I'll probably be sitting there like. All, no, none of them want to be there. I think McLagan is probably. McLaggen. He probably, even if he doesn't want to be there, he's at the very least like a little attentive. Yeah. Twirling their wands, like how, how much longer? Can I? I'm, is there a spell like that? <laughs> right. To just right. That's when I need that poof powder or whatever. <laughs> it's in darkness. The darkness is poof. <laughs> <laughs> like an hour is like uh, I gotta go. <laughs> gotta go. Uh, so then he says, McLaggen, you drop by and borrow that book on Nocktails, Harry Blaze. Anytime you're passing, same goes for you, Miss. He says to Jenny, and then he ignores Belby and Neville. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> so then Harry asks Jenny how, when, as they leave, Harry asks Jenny how he ended up there and says that Slughorn saw her hex Zachariah Smith um, because he kept going on about what happened at the ministry, and in the end, it annoyed her so much that um, that she hexed him. And Slughorn came in, she thought she would get attention, but instead, he said it was really good hex and invited me to lunch. That is so out of pocket, but very Zachariah <laughs> Smith. It's very Southern of him to appreciate that. Yeah, he was, like, exactly. he was like, we're on a trip to school. And yeah, right. Right. Just, just come with me. All right. I have some lunch for you. All right. That shows gumption. Right. Better reason for inviting someone than because their mother's famous or because their uncle, um, he broke off. Um, and it, an idea had just occurred to him, a reckless but potentially wonderful idea. That's the model of Gryffindor House. <sighs> it's not only that. You know, from the... Order of the Phoenix. I went back. Remember, every time Harry has a moment of being <laughs> reckless, he immediately does something that is go- that ends badly. It never ends well. Every time he's like a where it's like recklessly mentioning the reckless, word reckless, daring seizes him, and then all of a sudden he's in Snape's thoughts, and or then all of a sudden he's his head is in Umbridge's fireplace. Like it's just like every time, and it's never like his better side is like maybe we should. Right? There's yeah. never an, like there's the Hermione no voice one. is just very like, rare in those particular. Instances. Like, there are other times when he does something that is reckless, and like maybe the Hermione voice will come up, but like, usually it's just like reckless daring, and then he did it, and it was yeah. too late. Now his Where face is punched in. Wands, um, exactly. And then his face is punched in. So he decides to follow Blaze to the sixth year Slytherin compartment. Um, so Which he throws his invisible they all hang out together because Blaze don't mess with them really and it's not like Harry hangs I out with all the other six year girls. but Harry doesn't know Blaze okay he assumes, <laughs> he just assumes that Blaze is because he doesn't he don't know and he, he, and he doesn't, happens he doesn't even know Blaze's name until today that's <laughs> true but he just guesses and it happens to be right so he throws on his invisibility cloak um, and hurries after Blaze Blaze was already sliding the door shut when Harry hastily stuck his foot to prevent it closing and then he throws the door open and Zabini falls into... I keep saying Zabini, but I just want to call him Blaze, and it's distracting Say Blaze, yeah. Um, and, it, and he topples into Goyle's uh, lap. They have a little, like, stare-off or glare-off, and Harry jumps um, onto the luggage wrap. He was quite sure his feet and ankles had been revealed as the cloak flapped around him, 
And for one horrible moment, he thought Malfoy's eyes had followed his trainer they and did, whipped bruh. upward out of sight. Like, dude, are you serious? They did, bro. Um, Dumbledore, but, I mean, Voldemort taught Blaze, I mean, Voldemort taught Malfoy how to spot the edges of the invisibility cloak. Like, he, used to see, mm-hmm. he can't see Harry, but he can see the edge. Like, mm. But I feel like... And it looks like a little ripple there. Right. I feel like whenever he had that... When Dimby was having trouble with the door, Malfoy was like, what's that about? Because exactly. now he has to be hypervigilant. Right, right. right. Um, Constant um, vigilance. He, li- he, he listened, listened to his Slytherin teacher. He did. He did indeed. Who actually um, now, like, now that I think about it, like, I mean, I know that... Oh, wait, no, never mind. I was going to say that, like... We know that uh, Freddy Crouch Jr. was like imparting wisdom to all the Gryffindors. Yeah, he didn't, like, he didn't yeah, he didn't like Malfoy because his dad. Yeah. So I was like, well, we don't know what he was showing him, but it was. Yeah. He probably found Crab and Gold down too. So it's like his like it was like Blake. Maybe it's like, maybe he was, something. Maybe. Maybe. It's like his parents weren't involved, probably. Yeah, so um, his mom was too busy amassing that gold. She was like, what? Y'all be winning some dark marks. Mm-hmm. No. Malfoy is laying his head on Pansy's lap and she's stroking his sleek brown hair, <laughs> smirking as she did so. As though it's anyone just literally would have loved all the relationships in, in this show, in this book. It's dumb. Are just so bad. Um, like, so has been thirsty this whole hey, yeah, thing. I get it, because Pansy's series. thirsty. Yeah, she is. Um, but he finally gave her, like, Gave in, yeah. For a little bit. Yeah, because he needs that attention because he's feeling down in the And they didn't didn't get married. He was, like, too lazy about it. He was just like, all right, I don't have the energy to fight you off. I'm dealing with some real stuff. You know. Malfoy lived a life in here, like, with the, like, relationship outside of school, finding someone that didn't know about it. Well, he had to. Malfoy had to because he was like, oh, you still evil? All right. I don't know if I can deal with that right now. I've had enough evil in my life, Angie. I gotta go. Ooh, Astoria. Um... (laughs) Okay, yeah, so then um, Malfoy asks Blaze what Slughorn wanted, um, and he said, just trying to make up to well-connected people. Not that he managed to find many. I feel like Blaze is, like, not interested in this at all, but he's like, I'll do it, whatever. Like, he just seems very much, like, not into what Slughorn is doing, but also is not going to not go. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's just like, Because he also wants the connection. Yeah, right, so like, right. Slytherin, I think, but it seems to me like, but I, yeah, it seems to me that like he's kind of looking down at the way that Slughorn is... The way he yeah, and he's yeah. just like, this is dumb, but like, okay, whatever. So then Blaze tells him who all was there, and Malfoy is like, he invited Longbottom? What's Longbottom got to interest Slughorn? Bellevue's Ravenclaw. Um, yeah, 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 Bellevue's Ravenclaw, sorry. Um, and then Zabini shrugs, uh, Potter, precious Potter. Obviously, he wanted to get a look at the chosen one. But that Weasley girl, what's so special about her? A lot of boys like her, said Pansy, watching Malfoy out of the corner of her eyes for his reflection. So jealous for his Even reaction. Even you think he's good look- she's good looking, don't you, Blaze? And we all know how hard you are to please. Do you really know? Ew. First of all, first of all, do you know that he has, that he thinks she's pretty? <laughs> you don't. You're just saying <laughs> But, like, how hard... How, is Pansy just, like, going around to all the Southern boys around the block trying to yeah. see which ones she can yeah. Like, okay... Yeah. Draco is like cancer. I have him now, but like I don't know. He's just not really. I just he seems distant. So let me just see what Blaze is into. Like Blaze is like, "Mm." but like I feel like this this sounds like previous experience. Like she's been trying to get with Blaze over the years, and Blaze and then saw him glance at Jenny as she walked by one time. Right. (laughs) She probably bumped into her, and he was like, "Why are you going?" He's like, "My shoes, girl." (laughs) (laughs) Do you see these snakes? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. 
And then Blaze says, I wouldn't touch a filthy little blood trader like her, whatever she looked like. Code switching. Um, we I don't, decided. Yeah, I was going to say, we don't have a lot of time. <laughs> we, we were, like, running out of time. But really quickly, headcanon. Blaze is saying this because he's in a gang full of Slytherins. He grew up this way. Yeah. But it's fine because he ends up making the BSU. <laughs> At this point, he has the BSU and he's just backsliding. But he... Code switching for this, for his environment because, because he's a I Slytherin. Because I can't believe in this situation that this black person is going to have that kind of... Or like... Not that black like, people don't have bias and don't have weird ass because I'm... Man. There are plenty of... Skin color and skin color. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know diamond that. and silk. I know that. So right. 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 So Stacey like, Dash. So I know that, but also okay. it, it doesn't, within the context of this, yeah. it doesn't make very Blonde much sense. Things. Right. And so, like, yeah, it definitely and is. And it feels more like a way to just get them discount to race yeah. as, like, being a thing to have this black person say it's some racist shit. Yeah. But also, like, he doesn't engage in the same way like he doesn't even actually call her a mudblood he just calls her a blood traitor which is just like the neutral sort of term that you can use in order to just like get them to stop talking like this is just like him for us because we are team good blaze here on wizard We're team. team complicated nuanced blaze yes Zabini, yes who has a heart of gold but hangs around <laughs> some terrible people partially because he's just like forced to just by circumstance of and he's a slytherin so year. in order to be self-preserving and yeah. to like get where he needs to get he's yeah. like cool i'll sprout that he's like, I'm right i miss myself i can be graduating right like, and it's not right. to say that what he just said is not problematic because right. it is and he probably should not yeah but also I don't believe off of just that because he's not a Death Eater. He's not running around during, contrary to Deathly Hollows Part 2, he's not running around in the room of requirement right. with Malfoy in him. He doesn't care about Malfoy. He's like, please. Right. Like, he just hangs out where the I'm hangs out. I'm you right now. And it's just like, like, all right, Malfoy, let me just get them not, to shut up. There's been never been a time when Malfoy is like, hey, Potter, you're dumb. Hey, Ron, you're poor. It's Crab and Goyle, and maybe not every once in a while. Blaze is like, I'm over here. I don't know what you're doing. Leave them right, alone. He's barely been in this, which means he's not being Blaze antagonistic. Is in the library. Okay. Blaze is by the lake. Okay. Blaze is in the kitchen. Let's talk Get about it. Blaze is like, Blaze hey. is in the kitchens because he has a crush on a cute Hufflepuff, mm. and he's just like, I can't like you, but I do. Anyway, that's my personal head cannon. Get on that there, tower with the Ravenclaws. Excuse me. <laughs> We will get okay <laughs> offline. Um, so then Malfoy says, "I pity Slughorn's taste. Maybe he's going a bit senile. Shame. My father always said he was a good wizard in his day. My father used to be a bit of a favorite of his. Slughorn probably hasn't heard I'm on the train or oh boy, I wouldn't bank on an invitation," said Zabini. He asked me about Knott's father when I first arrived. They used to be old friends apparently, but when they when he heard he'd been caught at the ministry, he didn't look happy, and Knott didn't get an invitation, did he? I don't think Slughorn's interested in deaf ears. Um. Snaps. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then Malfoy looks angry and then says, well, who cares what he's interested in? What is he when you come down to it? Just some stupid teacher. I mean, I might not even be at Hogwarts next year. What's it matter Shut to me? Shut up. Why you should like not be not. talking about this. No. no. Um, and, Pansy, and honestly, the reason you're not at Hogwarts next year is because you're trapped in your own house. He actually so. ends up at Hogwarts. That was just happening yep. at Easter holidays. Yep. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Happened to be So then Pansy's like, what do you mean you might not be at Hogwarts next year? Well, you never know, said Malfoy. I might have a moved on to bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. Harry's like, is this what? is what's going on? Like, <laughs> he's like leaning in. Oh my, is this it? And then Pansy goes, do you mean him? 
Malfoy shrugged. Mother wants him to be complete. From Power of Girls. Him, yes, because it's a capital H. <laughs> him. Um, it's like the him. <laughs> okay. Um, Mother wants me to complete my education, but personally, I don't see it as that important these days. When Dark Lord takes over, he's not going to care how many OWLs. But or... he will care about you being able to do magic. Mm-hmm. He will care that about you. That is new level magic that you would have learned the basics of or... in your newts. It's not about the test. It's about the classes. Yep. I took AP te- classes, but I didn't take the test because the test scores didn't matter. But the knowledge I gained from those AP classes were still important. Mm-hmm. And he also cares whether you, the teenager that he recruited to the Death Eaters, is in the school to infiltrate things the way he planted you there to do in the, in the first place. Yeah. So then he's like, it'll be about the kind of service he received, level of devotion he's shown. And you think you'll be able to Malfoy's do something like, for him? I said, right, said Blaze. And Blaze is like, what are you, Blaze is like, what are you going to be able to do What you him? bring to the table? You're 16 and you're not a fully qualified wizard. Um, See, but Blaze is like, also still not about it. Like, he's no. like, I'm about this one thing, but also I'm not going to let you just... Gallivant unchecked, like, oh, you think you all that? Like, exactly. you still not all that. Um, and then Malfoy's like, maybe he doesn't care if I'm qualified. Maybe the job he wants me to do isn't something you need to be qualified for, which is a lie. But right, fine. because you failed at the mm-hmm. job. Can't do it. And then, so, uh, Malfoy's like, I see Hogwarts, so they, you know, get ready. At one point, Harry, uh, Goyle gets his trunk, and as he swung it down, it hits Harry hard in the head. He let out an involuntary gasp of pain, and Malfoy looked up at the weather rack, frowning. Three things that could have pointed at Harry Potter. The yes. door, the ankles, and the cat. Well, and what kind of spy are you hearing? A terrible one. Awful one. He's never been good at it. It's a Gryffindor. Um, so then the door. Honestly, Blaze could be spy right now, and we wouldn't know because he's a good spy. Mm-hmm. Um, so Harry, so the, the, the train stops. Harry could see the corridors filling up and hope and hoped that Hermione and Ron would take his things out onto the platform for him. No. He was stuck where he was until the compartment had quite emptied. They, they start leaving. Strategy. No, not at all. Um, you go on, Malfoy tells Pansy, I just wanted to check something. Pansy left. Now Harry and Malfoy were alone in the compartment. Malfoy bent down over his trunk and opened it again. Harry peered down over the edge of the luggage rack, his heart pumping a little faster. What should Malfoy want to, wanted to the hide bl- but Pansy? But Malfoy closes the blinds, right. and you should not be able to close the blinds on a school subway car. Like, I know they have to, like, change robes and stuff, but maybe there should just be bathrooms for that, because... <laughs> But I guess it's so many teenagers. Like yeah, I feel like it's there's no I mean, way for yeah. you to have a private compartment to yourself though, because there's way too many people. And even just bathrooms, like if it's like only two, or maybe you need to fit four on there, and then it's like hundreds of kids. Still, so I don't know. With I don't only know. the trolley lady, with all the no hormones that doesn't. I don't know. I'm I saying mean, the regular sneaking. trolley lady. I, know. I ain't saying no, 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 the extra you're right. trolley lady. They're sneaking, they're sneaking in some stuff. Like, yeah, we know that's they're sneaking what I'm in. Stuff is going down. Right. That's what I'm saying. But I don't think a whole compartment gets, like, I don't think that's, that doesn't happen. Yeah. It's okay. Um, so. That's not what fan fiction says. Petrificus. Okay. <laughs> without warning, Malfoy pointed his wand at Harry, who was instantly paralyzed. <gasps> without warning. Parallels. The blinds weren't a warning. He toppled, <laughs> you know, he toppled out of like, well, because Harry thought Malfoy was gonna pull some shit out right there in front of him, because he's dumb. It's like, guys, gonna call the Dark Lord right here, right? He toppled out of the luggage rack and fell. He couldn't move a muscle. He could only gaze up at Malfoy, who smiled broadly. I thought so. He said, "I heard Goyle's trunk hit you." 
And I thought I saw something white flash through the air after Zabini came back. He said, you got pale ankles. Yeah, look at you. Um, <laughs> you didn't hear anything I care about, Potter. But while I've got you here, and he stamped hard on Harry's face. Harry felt his nose break. Um, blood spurted really? everywhere. That's from my father. Now, let's see. And Malfoy dragged the cloak out from under Harry's immobilized body and threw it over him. I don't reckon they'll find you until the train's back in London. See you around, Potter, or not. And taking, and taking care to tread on Harry's fingers, Malfoy left the compartment. Guys, parallels, because at the end of the book, Harry's also Petrobucus Totalist in a scene that is my bird of more existence in the movie. But he's Petrificus Totalis under the invisibility cloak as Malfoy fails to kill Dumbledore. You know what, Connie? We didn't How was that feeling? <laughs> How was that feeling? <laughs> that was just a good parallel. Um, Those weren't feelings. Those weren't feelings. No, no, I wouldn't remember later. I wouldn't remember later. Okay, okay, okay. Um, um, who is your MVP? Place of beauty for no other reason but my own headcanons that he is just trying to deal with school and life the best he can, and that just means being friends with some terrible people for a hot second. But he is gonna rise above them in the ministry when he graduates school, and he's just like, Listen, I'm just here for now, and then I'm gonna be off you know doing great things later and these fools will not because they messing around with dark lords and like who has time for that i'm also voting for a black man he's the true king of Gryffindor. oh, oh lord <laughs> dean make him pre 1995 thomas <laughs> he's he, not even in this chapter <laughs> he was, he was. jimmy was going to meet jimmy him wasn't yeah. in the so. chapter and if he would have been prefixed, he would have been a prefix car with Ron and Hermione. No, well, not with, Ron. Hermione. with Hermione. With Hermione. Uh huh. Uh huh. And with Padma, and they would have been getting it together. <laughs> um, I I made uh, Blaze's mom MVP. <laughs> I had initially had like Jenny, but I was not. I was just like I couldn't think of anyone, and I don't know why I forgot about Blaze's mom. So, and then Robin also made Blaze's mom MVP, um, and so I stole hers. Um, because she is an icon and like you know shout out to her a Slytherin queen Blaze is a legacy girl absolutely so Delia made Luna her MVP for being matter of fact about her social standing but unaware of her own badassery Lauren made um, Blaze MVP for not getting involved in Draco's drama um, and handling Slughorn like a boss Robin says that's it so far Nicola's and Beanie Slughorn because scam today before today scams you <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely um who did you bench Draco Valid. for being a little terrible person yes and stomp like curb stomping Harry like that was just unnecessary and like leaving him invisible on the train like right. I want to say this for Draco though he didn't steal the invisibility cloak, which he could have done. True. He yeah. recognized Wizard Properties ring, Wizard Property, and he left it to him. He's like, this is gonna, this is, your property's gonna be your downfall. Huh. <laughs> and then, like, right. walked away. Fair. Right. Real, because he could have used that invisibility cloak that whole really year. <laughs> um, who did you bench, Portia? I bench Harry, where's my wonton? Yep. Making foolish, reckless Same. decisions. I, too, benched Harry Potter. <laughs> Um, and then Robin benched Slughorn. Delia... She calls him a thief. 
Yes. No, she calls Bayana a thief. Oh, right. Yes, because I spelled it. Um, And then uh, Delia also benches Harry. He called himself reckless, so I don't have to. (laughs) And then Lauren also benched Harry and said, oh, no, baby, what are you doing? (laughs) Exactly. Does he even know what he's doing? He He knows. No. He knows nothing. You don't. He doesn't. You know nothing, Harry Potter. <laughs> um, so thank you for listening. Next week we will discuss chapter eight of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Snape Victorious. Make sure to follow along. Let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for the chapter. Join the conversation on Twitter, at WeBlackAndNerd, hashtag WizardTeam. Join the conversation on Slack. You can become a Patronus, but you can also just join our chat and, like, not be a Patronus and still, like, have lost some conversations about Harry Potter uh, also on other Twitter, times, yeah. Hashtag yeah. Wizard Team, man. Yeah. You can go to the tag, see what's happening, see what's popping, add your own thoughts. Apparently Join our Facebook group. There's also a Facebook group. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> like, there is one. There are also there. conversations there, different conversations. So, like, it's whatever your more, medium yeah. is. Pick we have one. something for There's you. There's a link for you somewhere. Maybe yes. you're, the, you're the person who has a bunch of tabs open because you're always thinking, that's Slack. If you want to be like, oh, it's Twitter time. Let's just have different streams of thought about similar things. Twitter. And Facebook is like, oh, this thing happened. It's like a water cooler conversation where it's like you can keep all of your thoughts at the same mm-hmm. place. But it's like more like happening at once or like happening across time. But on Slack, it's usually just like in the moment conversation. So it's like depends on who you are as a person. You know, we have we have something for you. Maybe there should be a sorting to pick. Which one is best for you? Which social media community is best for you? That would be. We have to uh, discuss with our community manager who is dealing with some potions. Director of marketing and something. In the community. Communication. So, mm. today she's potions master. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. So thanks everyone for listening. You can follow Connie at Constar24. You can follow Portia at Portia <laughs> underscore Obvi. Yeah, we will talk to you next week in various forms of media and social things. Mm-hmm.